Juice named the time and... Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is... Uh... Ricky Starks, look at it. Wait a minute. Say it ain't so. Is that... Switchblade, Jay White. Part of, part of Bullet Club and New Japan Pro Wrestling alongside Juice Robinson. But Max, you're finding out what I already know. That I would hate who I was if I wasn't myself getting to the top. Because who the hell are you, Max? You were Cody's friend, and then you're not. You were Tony's friend, and then you're not. You were in the inner circle, then you're not. You're in the pinnacle, then you're not. You're in the firm, then you're not. Max, you did the one thing that I will never do. You sold your soul to be a pillar here. And that's why as far as my side and how this was built, I built this shit brick by brick, match after match, moment after moment after moment after moment. I put my heart and my soul into this place. I honestly don't care. You guys can boo me, you can cheer me. I'm not going anywhere. Amateurs. 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 God, don't do it. Amateurs. Amateurs. Good shit. Late to every episode. Late so much, I'm going to have to buy you a pregnancy test. Bob Rude. <laughs> I want to be a podcaster. Yay! It's my name, Kenta. I'm going to call him Kenta. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcasting school is really paying off for you. <laughs> You're so high, you don't even know it. Oh, I'm a boy. You ready for a scotch ad? We don't know anything <laughs> about him. The only thing he's got in his wallet is a bunch of names of whorehouses. <laughs> That's flair! <laughs> <laughs> Probably looks like Jim Duggan shaking the tape out of his crotch. Benoit, enjoy my wife. <laughs> That's a bold statement, Cotton. Oh my god, mine just stopped recording. No, we're good. We're still recording. What a dick! Not with me! I'd cease and desist me. I'd cease and desist me hard. I need a minute to recover off that. What kind of game is it? War games! Let a war! War games! are impressions. I have, yeah, I know. That's the only thing I've said in the last half hour. Bark, Bark like a dog. dog. <laughs> oh, 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 jinx. Holy shit. How did that actually happen? Here we go. Oh, DM. Good wrestling day. I, <laughs> I mean, you know, fuck it, you know. I, I got to tell you, man, I'm pretty fucking jacked, man. Cause I, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something, Professor? We're going to get hungry, and we're going to forget our manners. <laughs> Holy shit, that's awesome. That's a great reference. Wow. Uh, and can't wait to get into that. Uh, and we even get some Nightheart this week on Nitro. Uh... <laughs> All right, look, it, we're off and running because today is going to be a little bit different of an episode than we've ever done before. And, you know, we did reference last week. I said, oh, next week's top topic. Oh, oh man. Well, here's the deal. This week, 
Our top topic, we're going to get a little uh, different compared to the normal genre, which is always what? Wrestling. This week, we're, we're peeling back the layers. We're, we're peeling down the sides like we're an onion or a banana. I don't know, man. I, I, I took way too many things to get ready for this episode. It's going to be a fun one today. I'm ready to go. Hope you are, too. And don't forget, we also have Bring to the Table, the Monday Night Wars. We have the moment uh, that hit, or the moments of the week, as well as this day in wrestling history. But more than anything, man, we got some news. And, and let's dive into that. And I know that you had this later on into the, the schedule, yeah. but I had to bring it to the table early, no pun intended. And that is... Watching Tony do another announcement beyond just fun anyway. I mean, just watching him just jitter, blink is fun. He had he had Adam Cole, who he was just staring at in such a weird way. Go ahead. I know you had something to say on it, too. I just, I can't, I was waiting for his eyes to pop out of his head or the corners of her, his eyes to start ripping open. His eyes were so wide, like I, it felt like he was stretching them, trying to get them as big as he. Dude, Adderall's hell of a drug. You know what's funny is, if I'm not mistaken, didn't the acclaim make a uh, cocaine bear reference on Dynamite? I believe they did. Yeah, I think you mean your boss. <laughs> uh, yeah, but what <laughs> what that uh, announcement was, and now look it. Every announcement, he's like, I got a big one. I got a big one. It's the 14th death match we've had. And this one was actually a decent one. Not decent. I think it's pretty big. And I'm extremely curious if it's an attainable goal because of the size. I mean, you can cut anything down in a stadium. But we are talking about what you already know. Wembley Stadium. All in. And I think it was just his way of being able to say Cody Rhodes' name in the same week that... Because he, he was like, all in happened with the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes. Uh, it, it Could what's be. What's funny is that yeah. it was that uh, pay-per-view was technically under the ownership of uh, Cody and with like Ring of Honor mm-hmm. and, and the Elite. I'm sorry. And when Tony bought that, well, he bought all the rights, obviously. So, all in. Okay. One question I asked you. I have a couple of things I'm going to break down with this. First... Is there an all-out? Are we having that at all? Yep, it's the week after. Really? Interesting. That's what I saw, and I forget who the fuck it was. It was somebody on the AEW roster, like one of the you mm. know upper-card guys, because uh, somebody had asked that question, and they're like, yeah, we're still having all-out. It's just the week after. You know what's funny is it did not hit me until legitimately right now. You know who you have to book on the card is Will Ospreay. You have to have him there. I mean... Yeah, I think it's already been hinted that it might happen. He should be uh, cleared by his injury by then. That's the hope anyway. I think he's cleared to come back uh, in May because he's still set to be on a certain card. I think I I just recently... Oh, yeah. Uh, Genesis? Or was that the one that just happened? No, Genesis just happened. Genesis just happened. I can't wait to talk about that. Um, I, I am excited to see Wembley because... Man, that's SummerSlam 92. But also mm-hmm. for me, man, that's Foo Fighters at Wembley is one of my favorite concerts of all time. It is. It, it is, is a really good a one. Good show. Yep, I've seen that one. Uh, man, think about this. 
of all the wrestling talk that you listen to, aside from Cornette, because that's obviously number one. Like right now, I could think of like three or four different wrestling outlets in the UK. There's Cultaholic. There's What Culture. You know, you had What Culture Pro Wrestling, which is kind of under that umbrella. Uh, you got Inside why? the Ropes with <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah, Inside the Ropes with Kenny McIntosh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's another one over there too. I can't remember it, but I think they won't have too much of a problem. Uh, you know, wrestling filling the place in, in the UK. Yeah. So, you know, on top of the people that are going to come from the States, I think they'll fill it. It's funny for just a second. I was like, well, you got to have Walter. You got to have, Oh, 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 wrong company. <laughs> right. So earlier today before recording, I found it very funny that something I texted you yesterday. Dax Harwood says in an interview, He said, you want to pack Wembley? Make it Punk and FTR versus the Elite. He says it. And I go, well, that means it won't happen 100%. (laughs) When they usually do something like that, I'm like, because everybody's, it's it's about the equivalency of of when Jake the Snake is like, I'm available for Royal Rumble. Everybody's like, ooh, he's going to be in there. No, he's not going to be. It's same kind of thing. Right. We're not going to. Trying to speak it, it into existence, it almost seems. Yeah. It, it, I would love for it to happen, and it's exactly what oh, I yeah. texted you. Like I said, it, it now again, if he didn't say it at all, strong possibility. Now it's out. That yeah. being said, I so let's talk about who could really pack the arena. You have Kenny Omega and Will Osprey. Could that be instead of Forbidden Door, you hold it to there? If there's no Punk. When is uh Forbidden Door is June. June, so August. It's only a couple months after, so you're not waiting that long. Um But you wanna sell it out early, so it's not like you can wait until that match is over right. and okay, the third match is at No, I wouldn't do it that quick. I wouldn't do two at right after another. That's a really good question, man. Um because, you know, the Forbidden Door is obviously, you know, strictly it's it's AEW in New Japan. They might pull like a one-time signing or something. Impact or something uh, for the night. Right. All In is just a show. So, I mean, shit, that could be anything. Right? I guess, yeah. I guess it's more wide open. Um, man, that's a good question. I'm trying to figure out who packs an arena that big. Yeah, I'm just saying, even if I get your everything you're saying with the what culture, all that, but it, it, not even just that, but I'm saying all the UK wrestling scene altogether, you still have to have something that people want to go see. If you have a bunch of, it, it, that's like putting the New Japan strong roster, sure, right, I, yeah. in, in front of a, a big crowd. It's like, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean they're going to sell out just because of an event. If it's MJF, let's just say versus, I don't know, uh, at this point, Darby, Jungle Boy. Don't care if it's four pillars. Don't care. Does that sell out Wembley? No. No, And but again, look who you're looking to for the bookings. So, I mean, it's tough. I mean, if you want to look at just like the two big rosters, that would be same for Forbidden Door. And you got your Okada, you got your Tanahashi, you know, you got your Takahashi, you got your... Um, yeah, I, I just blanked on his name. But anyway, champ. Yeah, uh, Naito. I, one Naito. more thing to that is that a way that he'll sl- sneaky 
set the attendance setup or record is just make a really, really, really big entrance setup. You know what I mean? So that's like, well, that took half the stadium. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Yeah. No, they probably won't sell it out straight up, but uh, I think they can pack the place pretty good. Um, yeah. Was it 80,000 for I don't, uh, SummerSlam? Uh, I don't remember. I don't mm. remember. It was pretty fucking packed, though. Well, someone that was perfect to have alongside of him during the interview was the newest full signee, which he did a little bit of commentating for the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, but he's officially signed with AEW altogether, and that is Nigel McGuinness, which you and I said that's a, that was a loss that WWE had when they let him go, I think it was like December of last year. Yeah, I don't... Uh... It, it seems like a perfect fit. I wish they would just put him on commentary and take somebody off. Nigel and Taz. I would be happy. Nigel and Taz. I would be happy. Taz is just a little too goofy sometimes. I he is, like. but it works. I mean, fuck. Are you really want Shivani? Shivani is just... Shivani is so checked out. It's oh, I'm really enjoying this, guys. Literally, he says that at least two, three times a show. <laughs> this is really great, guys. Way to go, Tony. It's like he has it written on his hand. He has to say certain things at night. And he's like, I did the check marks, boss. Can I go home now? Jesus fucking (laughs) Christ. And then, you know, my favorite fucking Excalibur. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, let's see what they do with him. Go ahead. I want you to take this one now. Yeah. Uh, You were off by a couple of days to where someone was going to show up. Yeah. And when and where someone show up, but go ahead and take it. (laughs) Yeah, fucking, they didn't waste any time. They pulled the trigger for the Switchblade right at the beginning of Dynamite. Jay White is all elite officially. It's funny because it's like... Like 90 seconds in. Yeah, yeah. They completely glossed over the fact that he was there like six months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I've never seen this guy before. (laughs) Remember the time he showed up and he was in two segments? Uh, Yeah, man. Uh... Fuck it. I mean, I guess it makes more sense. Uh, so, you know, than WWE, I think, you know, it's easy to speculate. Maybe he saw the writing on the wall. And he's like, well, fuck Vince's back. Fuck all that noise, Jack. And I uh, just decided to join his boys. Maybe there's just more of an opportunity with storyline because of the whole bullet club thing. Again, look who's booking it. So who knows where the fuck it'll go. Very, it's very, very funny you just said because Vince is booking. So I'm going to gloss over one thing quickly, and then I want you to move on to the next part. But uh, as of earlier today of the recording, Logan Paul re-signed a new contract with WWE. Correcto. It's funny because I saw a great meme, and it said a YouTuber, and it, it said versus a wrestler. And it was a picture of Adam Cole while Adam's been during like his rehab and has like no muscle on his body. But then you see Paul has like like Mike Tyson sized biceps at this point. Like he's looking pretty jacked up. You know what I mean? Like his arms are pretty big. Um, it's just funny to see that. But anyway, resigned. Cool. Whatever. I know you don't care. For we'll him. see him at SummerSlam. So, yeah, exactly. So. Let's talk about Vince being back in charge. I well, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know where to fucking go with this. So, uh, the hidden track uh, uh, last week was uh, my my rantings after I fucking. All right, so my wife had COVID, right? Mm-hmm. That was the day that she tested positive, right? So she's quarantined, so I can't go in the bedroom. 
right? I got to fucking sleep on the couch. Uh, my kid's playing uh, video games downstairs, so I, don't, I can't use that TV. So I'm fucking sitting in the living room with my phone watching this show. It was fucking horrendous. It was horrendous. And you fucking nailed it. You're like, yeah, the last couple of years. And I'm like, you know what? Since they started like making a big deal about it being the Raw after Mania, nothing happens. It was, it wasn't just a bad Raw after Mania. <laughs> it was one of the worst Raws. It's got to be in like recent memory. Like nothing happened. So after that, uh, on Reddit, uh, Squared Circle, uh, there was an image. It was a SmackDown logo, but right above SmackDown, it said Hijack. And it was yep. for this past Friday show. And it said, fans, fans of professional wrestling, it's time to make noise. If you're attending Friday Night SmackDown, live in Portland, Oregon, chant Fire Vince all night. If you're anywhere else in the world, uh, tweet with the hashtag Fire, hashtag fire Vince uh, throughout airtime. Together, our voices are undeniable. That's bullshit, and you know it. Uh, so shortly after that, it came out that Triple, H, Triple H was going to address the SmackDown fans in Portland. So I'm like, all right, he's going to get ahead of it. Or he's just going to be like deuces. I'm out of this motherfucker. <laughs> um, but, um, but, um, no, no, it, it wasn't that he just wanted to announce that WWE's doing the draft again. So same as it in ever this was. Time, it's, it's <laughs> in this time, it's going to be better than ever. <laughs> Have you ever seen Finn Balor? On the blue brand, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, pretty have. sure we have, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, keep going. Yeah, good shit. Uh, so speaking of Vince being back in control as part of the sale to Endeavor, uh, law firms investigating that sale. Uh, it's a Wisconsin-based law firm. Possible breaches of fiduciary duty and other violations of law in its transaction with Endeavor. Uh, basically, they're saying that WWE's financial outlook, uh, future prospects are strong, but the sale only values WWE stock at $100 and six, $106 per share. Uh, so they're just basically calling bullshit on that, uh, basically not taking the best interest, interest of shareholders. Uh, and, and getting a fair price for the company. So something's not lining up. It'll probably go nowhere, and it's probably the last we'll hear about it. And much like my hidden track last week about my godson, they should be put in jail. And what a best little segue here. How about this next one? Go ahead. Take this. <laughs> <laughs> so you fucking called this one out. And I didn't even, like, I must have just missed it. Maybe I wasn't paying attention when it happened. But they did that whole, uh, was it for the three-way for the IC title? Was that the package? No, 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 no. no. Well, it was Dominic. It was, it was Dominic's Dominic, time in jail. right. They're pumping up Dominic's prison stay, and they're just showing, like, photos of all his prisons. And you're like, pretty sure they used a picture of Auschwitz in there. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't fucking well, see it, that. Well, I wasn't the first to call it out. I, I had read it online, and oh, someone okay. pointed it out. And I'm like... You really have to know prisons to understand that. And I'm like, yeah. I try not to know anything about them, but so, other yeah. than dropping the soap is not exactly a benefit. <laughs> Unless so, I want favors. Well, hey, so <clears throat> no, but that's it is funny that now they are they were called out for it, but also are they going to get in trouble for it? Probably not. I think they've already issued a public apology about it. Should watch the cock oh, well. again and see if it uh, 
if it's still there. I bet you they didn't edit it out. Oh, <laughs> just like all, I, man, I don't know. Just like all the other terrible shit we've been watching where they're like, they left that in there? <laughs> we don't do that shit anymore. It's okay. Uh, they tend to, to edit down a pay-per-view if they need to before. Oh, that's true. Letting it stay released onto the... So the next one I'm going to take here, uh, Sherilyn Guerrero. Not sure if you saw this, but I actually watched the video, uh, her TikTok, where she states that Vicky Guerrero's newest husband, so her stepfather, sexually assaulted her on a cruise in 2020. I think it was the summer of 2020. Uh, maybe not actually around October of 2020. And Shawl the oldest daughter mm-hmm. stands by Vicky. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Stands by uh, Sherilyn and said uh, she believes in her sister. It's not okay. Um, Sherilyn wasn't like, this wasn't like a confession. Like this is the first time she's ever said it out loud. So she wasn't like bawling. She was more just like composed. and Yeah. This is what really happened. Yeah. Uh, how about you? I was a little more shocked about Vicky's response. Stand by your man. <laughs> <laughs> so Vicky yeah. gets on Twitter and goes, excuse me. <laughs> but she said that Sherilyn has had manic behaviors and she's had to, we've distanced ourselves from her for many, many years. And I'm like, wow. Um, just saying. Wow. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, in 2023, someone goes on a very public thing. You're the mother of them being like, nope, stand by my man. That's what I'm going to do. I, uh, yeah, I saw. Man? I got a man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, I, I'll let you take over for pretty much uh, the, the rest of this. All right. Well, I saw a report and I only brought Not it up. Not really. There's a lot I got to say. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I brought this. I put this in there just so we could kind of commiserate about it. Uh, there's a report coming out from the WRKD, Worked Wrestling Twitter account. Um, like, was, is that a radio station? Yeah, right. WKRD in Cincinnati. Uh, Fightful Select has later confirmed this report that uh, LA Knight was supposed to have a segment with Bobby Lashley on night two of WrestleMania, but they don't know. It was just changed. I can tell you who probably. But instead, they had Shane McMahon break his leg. Yep, and uh, well, you know, uh, he's well, had you know. he's had surgery now on his on his leg. So, <laughs> hey, look at my only fail of last week is that I didn't make a hat trick bumper for that thing because, <laughs> dear Lord, we had a hat trick when it came to doing the that sound. It was just the beaver sound was hysterical. I and oh then, God, I still pop. I gotta out. say this. All things, you know, wrestling aside for just half a second here, and I know we're, you know, we're going to get to that, but um, really funny when it's like you put in the drive, beaver picture, beaver sound, and I'm like, ah, Jesus. I'm like, download, I download. the same thing. I'm like, man, somebody's going to get the wrong impression. It's a good thing our drive is beaver open to the sound. Public. Like, what, what would you, if you didn't know, what would you expect beaver sound to be? <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. Okay. Or <laughs> it's so great. I love it. Um Okay. So yes, please get back to this. Uh well, well yeah, no. So I mean basically instead Lashley won the tournament and they transported the fucking 
uh, trophy to WrestleMania so Lashley could come out and fucking wave it around. Like, they said it was going to be, like, a a reason that they had it transferred to there. No use other than him just lifting it. One of them, the second time, looked like he was about to drop it. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's not to the fault of him. Like, it's the stupidest shit. All right, go out there and go do that. It's not even the first time they did that that week. Or not even the, uh, the, the only time they did that this that week. We're going to get to a Raw in a couple of minutes. So... One of my favorite things that I read was Ric Flair said, absolutely, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley should have been the main event, not the tag team championship. No fucking shit, Flair said that. Are you serious? You think he was like, no, Sammy, definitely. Still agree with him. Sammy, who had an entire one year, they said April 16th or 26th, that he approached the bloodline. One year, and every week the dude was on TV doing Mm -hmm. something with them. Charlotte came back. Two times, I think, this this year, like, comebacks, and then left right away. She's going to do it again. I heard she's already doing it now after the Rio Ripley loss. She is, yeah, yeah. Listen, I understand what you're saying from that standpoint. Charlotte Lesnar. That's what we're calling her, Charlotte (laughs) Lesnar. You're 100% right. I'm sorry. I was more excited for the Rhea sh- uh, share <laughs> match, and I, yeah. th- I think it was a better match. I think as a match, it should have closed the show. I get what you're saying. You're not wrong, but you're wrong. Look at in AEW, in New Japan, Ring of Honor, places like that. Absolutely. But in an entertainment company, yeah. it made more sense. I'm sorry, it just did. Meh. Whatever, dude. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I see that uh, they they were confiscating signs at WWE Raw. I, you know what's really funny is that I, uh, I wish Benoit was here, for Christ's sake, all right? And Don't now, tell me I give was there. Dana Brooke, give Dana Brooke a chance, and you're getting your... Was it Dana Brooke standing out there doing it? Yeah, I know. It could have been. It could have been. It's it's funny. Uh, so apparently, a fan tweeted about it, and Dana responded, like, I'm sorry, this is wrong, and it will be addressed. I just I, I had a, I had a, I get a good chuckle out of it when I saw the headline. I said I'm throwing it in there. Yeah, how bad is it? Like, give Dana Brooke a chance. They took that sign of all of yeah. the signs in that fucking arena. Not even a thing about AEW. Did they think it said Dana White? Like, and then once they got sure. it, like, fuck. Well, commit, commit. Oh, she does work for us. Shit. Triple H just <laughs> I guess wanted to use that shovel, man. Like, you've already buried her. You couldn't bury her anymore. <laughs> oh my god. You know, it was last week or two weeks ago when Sonata joined Five Guys Burgers and Fries that I had mentioned that he's going to be facing Okada for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And they've faced before, and he's come very close to beating Okada. And what's funny is that last year, Jay White defeated Okada at Sakara Genesis. Fast forward one year later. Now, I, I, I'm not saying I called this. I just made of a mention to it. I'll at least say that. But, God damn it. They pulled the trigger. Sonata became the champion. He beat Okada. So now, Five Guys, Burgers and Fries is the biggest faction in New Japan. If you have the world champion in your, you know what I mean? Not, not really the biggest faction. But, holy shit. I didn't think that was actually going to happen. I thought maybe it would come close, but not what I thought would end uh, that pay-per-view. 
in earlier in the night, because Jay White is no longer in the Bullet Club, they were like, well, and David Finley, Dave Finley is the main guy who's like taken over. Yep. It's like a who's who of who's left, actually. Who's left to be there? I was and just going to say, is they, Bullet Club like on its way out? I mean, it's got to be. Funny you say that. Um, they kicked out El Phantasmo. And I'm like, God damn, I like El Phantasmo. Right? Like, I actually, he's a great heel. But maybe it's because people like him so much. He's really good. Maybe they're going to start to push him more in the face role. Obviously, if you're kicking him out, that's, that's a big thing already that that the crowd will cheer for you because they don't like back turning you know what i mean or like you know backstabbing shit with that um i i find it funny because the after that taji ishimori and the rest of the club said next year the 10th anniversary of bullet club and we're gonna make it better than ever i'm like really not many of you left there and <laughs> unless people in over here start getting out of their contract or all of a sudden okada goes straight hardcore heel like we all wanted john cena to do and then he goes heel you know what i'm saying like that i don't see bullet club really doing anything crazy nope. could you imagine okada going heel huh yeah it would be something i was gonna say tanahashi never yeah never well. he won't yeah Nah, that's what would be. I will say, that, see, I don't like watching him wrestle. I don't know, just oh, body either. press after body press, and yeah, and I just not, really he's not an exciting wrestler. He's Cena. Yeah, but Okada, I watched him get real like physical fighting with the uh, GHC champion, right. right? You know the and, and it, he could go heel. I'm saying I think it would be something to at least see. It'd be interesting. Uh, but besides that. Did you happen to see the video of Roman Reigns talking to a, a fan in the crowd at Raw? I did not. It's where he's facing the people who are facing the cameras. So, camera side. You know what I mean? I gotcha. He, he's, and pointing and talking to someone, and he goes, <laughs> smelling in the uh. air. And right. they were in California, obviously. It's the night after WrestleMania. And he points at someone in jokingly and then goes with his eyes. He goes, I see. Yeah, you. I know. I know. Yeah. Like, it was hysterical. I thought it actually, shout out to little Johnny had sent it to me as well. But uh, that, I thought it was hysterical. That just fun thing about him, you know, he might be all right. But you're not going to be happy if he remains your champion. Kurt Angle put out a tweet. He's like, it's just not the era to do this. It, you can't do it. You, it's three years is too long for him to be a champion. We got to pull the trigger at some point. But I'm sure you've seen the numbers and the stats out there, but I'll put them out there just in case you have not heard of this. Uh, for him to reach 1,000 days as your champion, he just has to go to Backlash. I don't see him dropping the title at Backlash. He's probably not even going to defend the title at Backlash. I would put money on that. Because right now you got Cody and Lesnar. I bet you that headlines. Just like when Lesnar came back and beat up Cena that one time, they headlined Extreme Rules. It's going to be the same exact thing. For him to beat Pedro Morales, which is 1,028 days, he just has to make it to Money in the Bank. Roughly that that uh, PLE. To beat the first reign of Bruno San Martino, because Bruno holds the real long one. Uh 
which would be 1238. He has to make it to basically the Royal Rumble to beat Bruno San Martino's record. And if WWE really wanted to have him beat Hulk Hogan's reign, he would have to hold it until September of next year. Let's hope not. Now, let's hope not. I think it was like 2028 to get the Bruno San Martino main record. I'm like, that'll never happen. But I'm like, but, but, but what if they did? No. It's WWE. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Hmm. So that's what we got for uh, the news this week. Let's quickly run through the the moments. The most exhilarating Raw after Mania of all time now. Oh, my God. Triple H comes out and says nothing is changing. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Cody comes out, interrupts Reigns' promo, and... Brock Lesnar acts like he's going to be his buddy and they're going to team up against Solo and Roman in the main event tonight. And I'm like, if no one else saw this, I kind of did. It, 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 I saw it coming a mile away. Lesnar the way he shook Cody. Cody's hand in the beginning, yep. you could tell. Actually, the way he put his arm around his neck, too. Like the, <laughs> I, He was just laughing too much. I was like, hmm. I think he's going to turn, and which is a great time because I think the face version of Lesnar right now just was about to fizzle out. I mm-hmm. think we weren't in; it was going to go right back to booze again. So why not boom for real if he's a heel? Yep, perfect timing. Uh, they are setting up Rey Mysterio versus Bad, uh, Rey Mysterio and Bad Bunny versus uh, Dominic and Damian Priest at Backlash, which is in Puerto Rico. So that so Ray and Wow, I don't know, man. Dominic didn't get the win in at WrestleMania. Yeah, you almost you have don't to win in your hometown. To, you so gotta give this to Bad Dominic Bunny. and Priest will probably go over there. I don't know, man. Bad Bunny's gotta get the win in Puerto Rico. But then again, so you know what's funny about this match? It's a Mexican and a Puerto Rican versus a Mexican and a Puerto Rican. Hmm. No shit. Equal opportunity. Got a bunch of that in Rochester. If you just drive around down, all right. So, uh, not just saying. Yeah, no, I got you. I can look at you. Yeah, no, it, it, there's. Yeah, no, yeah. So Riddle, Riddle, Riddle's back. We got a return. Yay! That was your return, and he also returned on SmackDown. Something I found funny is a an article I read is that he is going to be working every live event for the rest of 2024, and that does include include Raw and SmackDown. He's got his pants oh, to pay, apparently. I don't think it's that. I think he's got to get, about to get really pushed. Oh, well, they're about two years too late. Oh, absolutely. Um, the funniest thing is that, I don't know, man, Seth Rollins, he was like backstage, and then all of a sudden he was just like heading out to the ring, getting the fans to sing with him, and segment was done. Oh, no, no, no. They He came out. They went to a break. They came oh, yeah. back. He was still in the ring, and then he just left. Yep. The there is footage of like the it's all in red and dark, but him talking to what seems to be production staff at the at the side of the ring there when they looked to be cutting his segment, then he had to probably come back do the the singing thing to go back off the air again. Stellar job, everyone. Yeah. Woo. Get your Good money's job. worth. 
Yeah. Um, something I didn't see coming necessarily, but okay, I'm okay with it. Braun Breaker turned heel on NXT. Well, yeah, he so didn't get called up to, up to Raw. So. Roster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do something. Dynamite. We did talk about Jay White showing up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Funniest thing I read. How can Jericho get into do something next to make himself look young? Well, fight Keith Lee because yeah, he looks so old with the gray, you know, the, the gray Dracula. So all of a sudden now he has an issue with him and they're going to fight, I guess, tonight on Dynamite. Yay, do not care, as you would say. Yep. The House of Black retained their trios championship against the best friends with Orange Cassidy and look like your favorite moment happened. Trent's mom showed up with the van. Oh, yeah. I paused it there for a good uh, well, two minutes. <laughs> Is that the other beaver song that we thought about? <laughs> um, the funniest, not funniest, saddest setup or promo or vignette, if you want to call it, Christian Cage. You see him with Luchasaurus again. That's it. I'm Red sorry, light. were you guys just watching Raw? Did you just see how things were done? And you're like, cool, we can cut in the middle of a fucking segment never have to even say anything again? Yep. <laughs> There's a red light, too, so lines up. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Don't come in when the red light's on. Jamie Hayter defeated Riho in a purple pipe. <sighs> yeah. Oh, my God. We're going to save this one part, but... uh. Sammy Guevara defeated Commander, yeah, and then Sammy really... had a really good promo. I yeah. actually was very impressed with it for a guy that really doesn't get to have any solo talking time necessarily. Yeah, it was weird. It came off his kind of face, and then he went kind of heel with it at the end. It was kind of like pick a lane. But, yeah, I mean, he made really good points. So I don't think he was even being face. I think he was being himself. I don't think there was anything face about it. Yeah. Could be wrong, but... Um, in a match that I didn't care about, Hook defeated Ethan Page. Yep. And Blackpool Combat Club, they, they won with a squash. And then Danielson just went absolutely apeshit on Hangman. And his promo was awesome. It was. He From what I've seen in, this week. Yeah. He repeated <laughs> that shit a little too much, but... uh. It's just fucking he pulls a screwdriver out at one point and just goes at Hangman's face. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. If he doesn't have an eye patch this week, that's horrible selling. It is. Moxley probably came up with the idea. He's like, bro, I did it once. It was fucking perfect. Uh, and to close out the show, FTR did win back the FT or the FT, the AEW championships. They are going to stay obviously with the company they didn't lose their their career and mark briscoe came out to celebrate in the end nice very nice yay what did you think of mjf day oh my god it was fucking hilarious i thought i was having a fever dream so wednesday is when i tested positive for covid (laughs) 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 the fever was just starting to come on so i didn't doubt it for a second uh motherfucker because at first i see this fucking big band i'm like okay wait a minute did the channel change on me or uh what's going on here and then i'm like oh that's right i'm watching wrestling and uh yeah and then mjf comes out and I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. I'm like, that's fucking kind of cool, man. It's like 70s game show kind of almost. It was fucking great. That's how he was acting. It looked like he was coming out like for a fucking game show as a game show. You know host. what it reminded me of actually is uh, 
like what you would see in like you saw it in Goodfellas and all those other kind of movies, but the downtown nightclub theater where yeah. you got the one guy, he's the main guy coming out, and you're all sitting yeah. there eating and drinking. He comes out singing, and then it's gonna be a great night, folks. That's what it reminded me. It was awesome. Yeah. The whole thing, I was literally smiling the whole time. I thought it was fantastic. Jungle Boy jumping him. I knew it was him immediately because I was like, he's the only dude wearing a mask right now. Uh, but the joke that he said, and I, I may not 100% get it right, um, your cockeyed girlfriend with a tiny penis <laughs> to Jungle Boy. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was good. That was a really good one. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Good job, MJF. I, I think it then, you know, right before that, or right after this is when Guevara comes out, has his match, and right. he held up the championship at one point, too. They're definitely going this road. It's funny, as soon as he came out, I go, please have Darby come from, like, the top of the Titan Tron or some shit. I'm like, have him just come out of nowhere. It's definitely going to be four pillars at, at you know, they're, so they're going to have, I mean, I guess it's not unheard of, WWE does 12 pay-per-views a, a year, but AEW is going to be doing... Double or nothing, forbidden door, all in and all out between May and like September fifth. Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a lot. Uh, again, don't give your hopes up. I bet I guess. you none of it, none of it will bleed into the rest of it like a good you know storyline card or anything. It's just going to be wet dreams of. Uh, Tony Khan of him just putting together with daddy's money. What's the longest storyline they've done in AEW? It's funny how everybody's like, oh, Omega and Paige. I'm like, oh, Paige was gone for like eight months. That yeah, doesn't count. That does not and count. And I'm like, and he was doing other shit in between. But anyway, uh, longest storyline. Let's see. You have Punk MJF. You have Chris Jericho and Moxley. Uh, you had Chris Jericho and MJF for a little bit with their you know, being friends in, you know, song and dance and then moving into a feud that ended it all out. Nothing more than six months at best. Yeah. Which and that's I guess is okay, but it's that's not. And it's not the norm. Agreed. No, most of it's like weekly, six weeks. Did you happen to see Josh Alexander relinquish the championship? I did not. I knew he was doing it, but I did not see it. So you have, oh, man, I'm going to forget his name. He is, uh, not, maybe it was Scott D'Amori. I don't know. The Impact president or whatever comes to the ring. I watch it that much, by the way. Uh, but I watched a YouTube video of it. it. He So Alexander's in the ring with his wife and his kid. Kid is at best two. And... Alexander's in there, his arm is in a brace, and they bring out Kushida and Steve Macklin. Steve Macklin was a part of the uh, Forgotten Sons. Mm. Good for this guy. Because you got screwed when Jackson Riker was like, Trump, 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 let's build a wall. (laughs) I... What was really, it was an emotional thing, you know, of Alexander, the crowd thanking him. And when he goes to hand over the championship to the commissioner, president, whatever, 
his kid runs over and grabs it and runs it back to his mom. And I go, oh, you got me. You motherfucker, you got me. That's a good one. I'm not crying. You're crying. It was just, I don't know, man. It's I always have to give the nod to Impact because they do really good work with that kind of stuff and with their yeah. zoom-ins and, and their production of it. I mean, they've also had the, Someone killed Johnny? No! But uh, that was pandemic era. Everybody gets a, a pass. Bray Wyatt was set on fire, and I'm letting that shit go. <laughs> remember um, Alexa Bliss with all the fucking black ink on her head? Do you remember when she sat on Randy Orton's waist, and we're like, ah, boy, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, my point to this is, I did I have a point? Oh, I did really like the emotions that they put into the relinquishing of the championship, you know, yeah. the longest reigning impact champion, obviously it'll come back and win it. That'll, you know, win it right back. I'm sure, you know, but it's at rebellion where we will have a new impact champion. Smackdown didn't get much better, by the way. No brawling brutes versus Imperium. I feel like I've seen this before. Oh yeah. yeah it was all fall. Yeah. And, all the way up until January, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So, welcoming that back. As you said, Triple H, the draft. And then Jay Uso defeated Sami Zayn. And then Scooter Boy made his return to SmackDown. Okay, bro. <laughs> okay, bro. Not your bro. Okay, bro. Whatever, bro. It's the only thing I've ever liked him. <laughs> I swear. That's it. <laughs> um, Apparently, Battle of the Belts happened. Nothing happened. Not a title no. changed hands. It was stupid. Nothing to bring. But guess what we can bring? Something to the table. Just bring it, bitch! Oh, my gosh! Let me ask you a question. All right? I want you to tell me who main evented WrestleMania 36, night two. Night one was The Undertaker and AJ Styles. Good job. Wow. I guess it was that forgettable, wasn't it? It was. It was a copy and paste match because the night one was Braun Strowman defeating Goldberg for the championship. And then they, and it was just finisher versus finisher versus finisher versus finisher end of the match. It was Drew and Lesnar. There you go. But you're, wait, Drew and who? Lesnar, wasn't it? It sure was int. Ready for this? It's fucking blew, Mandela effect. Blew my mind. Look at the way I look at it is if I all right, let's say you and I go to an event tonight, right? We go see a SmackDown. And it closes with like uh damage control versus the same the same exact match we saw at WrestleMania. Sure. Right? And then they say, fans, stick around tonight. We have one more match for you. And we end up getting Miz versus Randy Orton. In a way, that's our main event match, right? That's our, our last match of the night, the main event. Well, just saying, I, run with me. Run with okay, me. All right. Run with me. Okay. Okay. After Drew won the championship from Brock Lesnar and they went off the air, go ahead and YouTube this. Big show. Comes out in main events, technically the end of the night, and oh, goes, even I though they went off air, Yeah, I forgot this yeah, until, so I, I, until it, you it, 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 
it, it, it, well, apparently they may have showed it on Raw the next night, but he comes out and challenges Drew for the championship, and they actually have like a six to seven minute match. Two questions behind this. One, you already just provided probably one of the worst endings of a match. Why wouldn't you just have that? Just tack it on at this point. It's not like you had to worry about getting the crowd home early. Yeah, right. I just, it, it, it blew my mind. I, come on, dude. After WrestleMania 36, I was not paying attention that much the next day after Raw. I was like, I have zero. It's not like they're going to have surprise returns. Not like, like people going, ah, from home. It was still going to be silent as shit. Mm-hmm. They still hadn't installed the TV screens. There wasn't the <laughs> Thunderdome, bitch. All right, man. What do you got this week? I got something vintage for you. You got another Buff Bagwell keychain? Eat your heart out, Rick Springfield. Because she's oh. my girl and she always... You remember that fucking song? Oh, I That's do. That's a fucking good but song. What ODM is holding up in front of me right now is an, an, an album, a record album. And it is the WrestleMania, I believe. Is that what it's called? The Wrestling Album. Oh, the Wrestling Album. Yeah, see, and I don't... Go ahead and give us the track list. Well, they do it in different orders. I don't, so I don't remember which order it actually is on the fucking uh, album. Uh, okay, so just read the songs. I didn't want you know relax, what leads into the nuts. other one to make sure it had a good vibe and feel. Are you done? Are you, are you going to okay. begin? Don't go messing with a country boy by Hillbilly Jim. Hell of a song. Caramia by Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> Quite possibly one of the best songs on the album. Tutti Frutti by Mean Gene. <laughs> uh, Land of a Thousand Dances You know dances. he was drunk when he wrote that Or when he sang that <laughs> Same one with it. Land of a Thousand Dances Which was pretty much just a bunch of the wrestlers That one's good for a laugh um, In the racist song category It's Grab Them Cakes by Junkyard Dog <laughs> <laughs> Wait Hang on What is the cakes he is referring to? Move on Terrible. Move on I don't want to make this worse <laughs> Eat your heart out, Rick Springfield, which is ri- by Jimmy Hart, which is fucking really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a it's it's a pop song. It could have been a pop song in the eighties or even early nineties. I mean, it's a good song. Um, r- real American. No, they let Eddie Murphy have party all the time. They couldn't let WWE have a song. Apparently not. Uh, real American, uh, Hogan's theme, obviously. Uh, For Everybody, which was by, uh, sung by Rowdy Piper. It's a parody of Fuck Everybody, I think by the Melvins or some shit like that. Um, yeah. Oh, it's not I'm Your Man? No, thank God. Uh, Captain Lou's History of Music, I don't remember that one. Uh, yeah, and, and that's it. We're going to have to sit back and listen to some of these. That's fantastic. Yeah. But uh, there's some interesting Clap people. Cakes. On the, there's some interesting people on the cover. I mean, I don't know how well you can see it. Uh, the Killer Bees are on here. Um, you got Hillbilly Jim. You got JYD. You got Albano. You got the Fink. You got Steamboat. Uh, Mr. Fuji. Jimmy Hart. On the back, actually, there's a girl here uh, playing a Rickenbacker and a black wig. You can barely see it, probably. That's actually Cindy Lauper. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Paul Arndorf. George the Animal Steel. The Missing Link. And musician. and uh, the U.S. Express, which was Barry Windham and Mike Rotunda. Nice. So, yeah, pretty cool. Even if Mike Rotunda 
only did just that album, he'd still have pretty much done more than Bray Wyatt has done in the last year. Yeah, no shit. And that's kind of funny because it's almost tax season. <laughs> well, it's ending. <laughs> but um, boom, IRS. So, hey, man, did you know that on this day in history, Ric Flair yelled, Woo! Make you go woo on a bitch. He did that on a plane once. <laughs> ah, let's go to the wars. Marty, you've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. Wait a minute, Doc. Well, what are you talking about? What happens to us in the future? Will we become assholes or something? Give me a hell yeah. You want a war? You're going to get me. Mick Foley is going to win their world title. Has been paid for by the New World Order. Come on, Vince. Step into the ring. My God, the battle lines have been drawn! D-Generation X invades WCW tonight! Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass! Have a nice day! We got you! Vince, come on out. If I got to, I'll take a nap in the middle of your ring. I ain't going nowhere until you come out because as the World Wrestling Federation champion, I'm not going to have you telling me every single week what I can and what I can't do. I ain't going to wear your stupid little suits. I ain't going to do none of that. So another thing I'm not going to do is get out of this ring until you come down here. So come on, Vince. We got us. Oh, there you go. Now you done something. Come on. Gonna go for the power bomb here, Tony. That's right, Brain. That's what he's going for. The power bomb. Up. Down. That's it. One, two. Savage. No. No. Bret Hart. Bret Hart. The more that we start watching this era, as much as I shit talked about F the Attitude era, I will say, man, oh man, does it not just bring you back and give you the feels when you hear Austin's glass break and the crowd goes absolutely ape shit, and it doesn't matter what he says in the ring. It, he could legitimately be reading anything off of a script or saying whatever he wants doesn't matter and the crowd was just behind him i miss this era and what's crazy is that back then in 98 my nitros what i felt like watching i would watch what i didn't i didn't right i remember watching this nitro and this main event and holy shit was I pissed off? <laughs> Same as it ever was. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people could see you doing the robot dance as you're doing it. It's hysterical. All right, man, break it down. Raw. 
April 13th, 1998, Raw's in Philadelphia, PA. We get a recap of the Austin Command segment from last week. The show starts off with Austin heading to the ring. He says, uh, Vince, if you come out here, I give you my word. I won't put your lights out. Not leaving until you come back to the ring. Basically holding the show hostage again. Uh, he does say, I know someone's got a cold beer while I wait. I was waiting for him to throw somebody to throw him one, but they didn't yet. We haven't gotten there yet. Vince eventually comes out with the, uh, with the uh, Stooges, and he's got a couple SWAT officers with him. Austin wants to know he's fighting at the next pay-per-view. Vince says he hasn't uh, made up his mind yet. Uh, Austin says, well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and put the title up tonight on the only opponent I could really have, which is you, Vince. Uh, Austin takes Vince's line, says we can do this the easy way or the hard way. Easy way, pick an official, get your ass down here. Hard way is I'm going to pick a cameraman, take him to your office, and beat your ass in front of the whole world anyway. Uh, you got 30 minutes to make up your mind, and don't try leaving because your limo driver beat, got this beat up and uh, you have four flats. <laughs> they didn't have uber back then they didn't have lyft or uber you know yeah, exactly right uh all right so uh after break we come back we see mcmahon in the office with uh briscoe and patterson you know and uh i think it was uh patterson that says you know you got to stop him now he's making a fool of you you got to stop it tonight you broke the rest of them break him it's like, wow. <laughs> kayfabe, pal. That was a dude. I swear to God, I'm not going to lie. Spent 10 minutes looking for that clip. I could not find that. No, I was like, that's got to be brought up. I'm like, that is the like the Bible of working under Vince McMahon. Yeah. Break them all down. But this is the official night. If you have been watching, and well, it, like we have been, Stooges are there. They haven't said a word. Nope. They are just there. Today is the beginning of the end. No, but today is the beginning of the Stooges on this episode because it's a fucking marathon with these guys. Can't mm-hmm. wait. Go ahead. Yeah, they're going to be have almost more screen time than Vince does. There was a weird spot after this where the DX music hits and then there was an odd jump. I don't know if something on the cock was censored. Or if it was just a glitch in the Matrix. No idea. But next thing that I had. I mean, to, no, go ahead. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll next see. thing I had was DOA versus Bariquas in a chain match. Um, you win by pinfall. DX is at ringside and they just, it, DX just runs in and attacks DOA. It's a no contest. Uh, and they're getting the Bariquas to do the DX chops and then they just beat the shit out of them too. So. <laughs> Well, you know, tonight's not just, uh, you know, a night for the Stooges to start shining. Uh, it's also a night for Shane McMahon to start getting in the mix. Basically, yep. just first time I'm seeing this guy talking because talk. yep. we've seen him a couple times here and there, especially, and I mean, all the way back at what, WrestleMania 6, he was a ref, but you know, right. I've seen him on camera here and there. But this is now his first talking. Yep. The conversation is hysterical. <laughs> it's a, is again, this the. Is this the speeding? What? Him's, you were a reckless driver. Dad. Oh, or, yeah. Or he goes, yeah, you, you could have killed somebody. Yeah, he says, you know, basically, you know, Shane's just trying to relay, uh, you know, advice to his dad. And he uses a story of him speeding and from back in the and day. And you said, I was right. what? I, w- I, was, I was working with death. 
Yeah, that's what I said. Well, that's what you're doing tonight if you go and face Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. And then you got the Briscoe, uh, you got uh, Briscoe and Patterson. It's okay, man. That's I'm going to show you. You hold them by the leg right here. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Uh, Vince comes out to the ring during a tag match. <laughs> he just interrupts it. Uh, Austin. Four lightweight guys. It's like Brian Christopher, Aguila, and two uh, guys, whoever. Scott Taylor. Made no, yeah. Didn't even matter. Yep. Uh, sometimes a man's got to do what a man's got to do. I, will I face Austin tonight? Oh, hell yeah. Stooges come out. Congratulate Vince. JR goes, has everyone lost their minds for God's sakes? This is crazy. And he just gets up. He's like, I'm going to go make sure this doesn't happen. Uh, as JR strolling up the ramp, the lights go out. You figure it's one person. Could only be one person. This has been their MO as of late. No, the fucking bells holes. Big pop. It's Undertaker. He comes out. He choke slams everybody. Uh, all four come, of those guys that were sitting there waiting yep. for that tag match all along. <laughs> exactly. He calls out Kane. Time. Your big brother shows you what evil is all about. No longer are you the hunter. You are the hunted. There you go. And because he, it's now out that he killed his parents. He's now supporting the teardrop tattoo uh, under his eye. Yeah. Permanently. Yeah. It's just funny how it's there and then it's just gone. Yeah, I know. I wish it never went, but or never came, I should say. Uh, Kevin Kelly's backstage. He shows a video from the break where JR and Shane are trying to get Vince not to fight. Vince tells Shane to get him his gym bag from the car. Next, you get Jeff Jarrett versus Taka Michinoku. Uh, Wait, hang on. And you do get a really good moment of Vince going, and you, get back out there and do your job. And I go, hey, still working. (laughs) (laughs) Kayfabe, pal. You get flyers for the Jeff Jarrett concert falling from the rafters. I can't imagine it was easy to work in a ring like that with all that paper. I mean, how did they not slip? You know what I mean? Pretty impressive. It was a pretty shitty match, so that made much of the sense. The only impressive thing about the match, Cole interviews Blackman from the back. Taka gets jumped by Kamikaze, which is what they're calling him. It's a DQ. And then Jeff Jarrett puts on the figure four anyway. Great. All right. It's funny. It's Uh, Kamikaze. I forgot. And I I call him Kayentai. I think they become Kayentai, but it's uh, Kamikaze to begin with. No shit. Yep. There you go. Uh, like you mentioned, the Stooges are showing Vince how to reverse Austin's uh, kick to the gut that he uses to set up the stunner. Uh, you get Farouk to the ring. He calls out the rock. He says, you know what? You crack one of my ribs, but it takes a lot more than that to kick my ass. I'm uh, going to give you another chance to kick my ass. Nation comes out. Rocky cuts a promo. Farouk puts his fist up. Rock's laughing at him. And uh, Blackman and Shamrock come out with their fists in the air, and it just turns into a shit show of a brawl. One of the moments I felt like where you're finally seeing Farouk as a badass. You saw him in Nation. He was all right, whatever. And you're like, eh, whatever. Now, him going, you came out and kicked my ass. Come on out here and finish the job. Come kick my ass right now. Yeah. And I was like, this is the beginning of the APA. Even yeah. though it's years down the road for them to be what they are, I'm like, this is the beginning of him being a badass. And I'm like, oh, I kind of remember this. And it's a shame because, like we said, we're not going to get a Rock and Farouk match. And that sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird that it doesn't happen, but uh, yeah, all, all respect to Farouk. He's the man. Fucking yeah, yeah, he's the man. Uh, this is one of my favorite parts. Terry Funk comes to the ring. I'm not just calling him Terry Funk because I've said that I'm gonna just call him Terry Funk. No, 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 no. They're calling him Terry Funk now. He has a Terry Funk T-shirt on. <clears throat> Cole says, "Yeah, formerly known as Chainsaw Charlie." So they they drop that. Uh, Funk says, you know, Cactus waddled out here and quit. Uh, he's like, you know, I got a new partner. He's hardcore and everybody knows my partner. 
and it's Flash Funk. And I'm like, God, that, that's actually kind of funny. It's Flash Funk. Terry Funk. Okay. It kind of fucking makes sense. Uh, yeah, but we're not calling him Flash Funk anymore. He's too cold, Scorpio. <laughs> Made too much sense. Made way too much sense to keep the funk. Get the it's funk on his tights and everything. Serious? Too cold, Scorpio. <laughs> But he was like, he's always been hardcore because he did have a, a good stint in ECW and had some matches with Terry Funk. But still, it was just very, very shitty setup for that. But yeah, it's funny because I thought it was another segment that you're going to be bringing up that you said was your favorite part of the night. I'll tell oh, you what mine was. Go ahead. Well, we're getting there. The only thing I went about, the Funks ended up having a match with the Quebecers. The only thing that I loved about this was I saw a sign. It says, who's Goldberg blowing? <laughs> how did i miss it i swear to god i must it was not right on the hard cam yeah. so i do have a question did you see a val venus promo it's coming up okay i when you said that peacock thing i was wondering if that's what maybe happened but no yeah. never mind yeah no no they left that in there because uh, this i can't wait for that <laughs> luna comes to the ring doesn't. Here it is, my favorite part of the night. Yeah, yeah. She's dressed as like a captain, like, you know, like a sailor, like the love boat. She's got the hat and everything. Luna's promo of the year. Anticipation is worse than PMS. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> Let's settle this right here, right now. And from there, we get our bumper. We go into the war zone. You get, you know, your little, you know, package, you know, video intro. Gold dust comes to the ring. Dressed as Sable, kind of. JR says that dress wouldn't fit Aunt B. Luna starts ripping her gold dust dress off, and Dustin, you just hear him, Stop that, you're hurting me. (laughs) (laughs) You just got me naked, that's it. But it's still my favorite part of the, of the entire night. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> so Sable comes to the ring. It's a cat fight. They get pulled apart. JR goes, someone's going to get stripped down to their bra and panties. I'm sorry, Mama. I had to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as good as... <laughs> sorry, people. I sneeze. I just had to. I had to. <laughs> oh, my God. Shamrock and Steve Blackman versus the new Midnight Express. Uh, we get a face-off between Severin and Shamrock, which is cool. Severin's told to go to the back. Um, the sign that said, uh, you know, who's Goldberg blowing actually had another side to it. So the guy flipped it around. It was happy 100th birthday, Hogan. <laughs> that one I did see. <laughs> That's you just didn't see it when it was flipped on the other side. Both teams get DQ'd. Nobody gives a shit. Uh Kevin Kelly's interviewing Vince in the back. Vince says, Hmm. I've got butterflies in my stomach, but I'm not afraid. I wasn't afraid of the U.S. government. I'm not afraid of Ted Turner or the Big Bad Wolf. I'm sure as hell not afraid of Austin. Vince went fucking straight fire on this. So he's like, fuck everybody. (laughs) Yeah, I got charged by the government. I got acquitted. What? almost as good as oj simpson putting out a tweet saying, <laughs> i did it april, april fools i <laughs> uh, it's funny because when you go back to see the big you know feud of awesome mcmahon they always go to this night and right. how hard he's going 
Mr. McMahon is really born this night because you're hearing it too. The you got it, Mr. McMahon, you got it. I love listening to Briscoe talk. He's just there, Mr. McMahon, McMahon. All right, we get the headbangers in the ring. The bell tolls again. Taker cleans house, but uh, Kane's music hits. He comes out to the ramp with uh, Bear, and we're going to do this on Bear's terms. Next week on Raw, the crowd boos. (laughs) You'll face your brother not inside the ring, though. We'll meet where uh, Kane and I were in the cemetery. You can fight your brother on your parents' graves. And you guys can do a nice family portrait where you both do your knees up opposite of each other like it's the senior portrait <laughs> or back to back yep there you can, go can you just f- squeeze in one picture of them together thanks <laughs> next is your val Venus vignette uh he's doing casting for lust in space and uh they're what but yeah go ahead Vince, okay. i can't wait i just jesus the only thing i didn't write down any quotes the only thing that was of note is when the second girl got on the couch it was blurred out <laughs> she was completely blurred out uh, well, her chestal region was, she had a fur coat on, but apparently they were just coming right through cause they blurred Are out. Are you the talking hips. about screen, right? His left, his left. Yes. Screen, right. Yo, I was like, were they short on a person? They're like, Oh my God, we can't do this vignette. We don't have another female. Um, Run down the street, grab the first fucking ugly ass prostitute that you can, and that's our lady. Uh, that's yeah. our gal. Yeah, the one on the left definitely seemed to be more of a crackhead. A co- no, 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 the one on uh, on screen left seemed yes. to be more of a maybe a call girl or you know a producer's niece or somebody is trying to get into acting. This one, you're absolutely right. Yes, they went down the street in downtown fucking Philadelphia, and it was like you whore new. <laughs> Hey, Chew, I got an idea for you. <laughs> yeah, she was. I miss uh, Wendy Chew. She's out hurt, man. I, she, I hope she gets back soon. She looks. She looked a little. Uh, wasn't a lot of tread left Rough. on the tires. <laughs> kind of like throwing a hot dog on uh, down, the, down hallway. the hallway. Yep. There you go. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, we get Owen versus question mark. He gets to challenge any member of DX. Triple H says he had everyone write a 500-word essay to see who would fight Owen. Uh, Mr. Ass won. Uh, Owen gets to the apron. LOD's music hits. They come out. Uh, uh, X-Pac joins commentary. Owen starts to get the sharpshooter on. China interferes for a distraction. Owen breaks the hold and gets uh, a win on a roll-up. Not really much going on there. Okay, you ready for this? This is our main event. It's fucking Vince McMahon versus Stone Cold Steve Austin for the world title. Uh, Vince has no music. Oh, go ahead, yeah. Yeah, but he has, he does the strut. It's the first time we see the strut, you know? Uh, Shane comes out afterwards, still trying to get him not to fight. JR, who's going to run the company if I just bought a house? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking JR. (laughs) Uh, Vince slaps Austin during the face-off before the bell. That's one of your big, you know, highlight packages that you usually see. Vince gets on the mic and says, just one thing. You said you could beat me with one arm tied behind your back, so let's see if you're a man of your word. They milked this. It was probably, what, two and a half minutes before they actually tied his arm behind his back. Uh, yeah, this is this is You know your... why? Because it... Well, go ahead. 
Well, because they had a, they probably had time to kill because after that they stalled it even more by Vince getting his muscles rubbed down by the Stooges. Then they took out a mouthpiece, put that in, and then Slaughter's there too. By the way, at ringside too, the commissioner that? of this place. Oh yeah, is rubbing Slaughter. on Vince too. Yep, yep. And then just when you figure, how are they going to get out of this? They can't really have these two wrestle. Yeah, go for it. You tell us. <laughs> so the dude is in the house and wow i love you steve i know we're friends we're we're good buddies i'm improvising on this vinnie mac he's the one that signs the checks and i just can't let you do it daddy i just can't let you hit do it and but just as he's about to put the mandible claw on vince looking like he's on steve austin's side Weird, in a weird way, as he's trying to put it on Vince, Austin goes, I have one arm. Let me come over and just rub my testicles up against your ass and see what you're up to. Not even being funny. That's what he does. He just kind of rubs up against the back and he's like, hey, what are you guys doing over here? And just in time for Foley, or do love to turn and put the mandible claw on Austin. Yep. Did the bell ever ring? Uh, I don't think so. Um... Because he didn't pin him. Oh, yeah. McMahon just walked away, so that never, you know, led yeah, to anything. But out or, yeah, I guess no, it wouldn't be anything. But yeah, this just turns into a shit show because, well, all right, so they they did that, but extra attitude was that just like a segment where like the show was over on USA, but they recorded what happened? Because I don't know if I you noticed that. Attitude. Because yeah, so like after that all happened, Vince goes back. Vince, Vince is getting pulled away from the ring. He wants to get, you know, get back in there. Then it kind of like cut out for a second. And then in the upper right hand corner, it had a little graphic. It said extra attitude. And it seemed like it was, you know, after Raw went off the air. Yeah. Never saw it. What happened? Oh, uh, fucking not a whole hell of a lot. DX comes out. Kane, Undertaker, LOD come out. And it, it, apparently it was an eight man tag match. So it must have been like a dark match. They call it out, but it, yeah, it was really weird, man. Um, yeah, and then Austin says, hell yeah. <laughs> it's like this day in history. Might as well yeah, just be pretty that. Pretty much. Uh, I, as soon as Cactus was giving his speech last week, I go, dude, love is coming. Yeah. Because I remember this, and I was like, why? Of all the people you could have went with, of your characters, Cactus could have been very well, if you, if so pissed off. After everything with that cage thing, Cactus could have went on and, and took on Austin. Mankind could have done it. But you're like, no, let's have Dude Love do it. The one that made absolutely no sense. And I'm like, yeah. well, if you want me to boo, you got me booing. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Nitro. It, it is so funny how much shorter the notes for Nitro are, at least for each piece, because there's really no, no substance to it. Uh, we're in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's the go-home show for Spring Stampede. As usual, starts with a recap of Piper from last week. Uh, Fit Finley versus Scott Steiner. Um, yeah, Steiner wins. Uh, it's all about his muscles. That's all they keep they're just focusing on is yep. him, his muscles, and pretty much that's it. Yeah, beat beat Finley. Yep. No substance. They're just quick matches. No, no substance. Everything is within one segment. 
Right. You know, you might ask yourself as, you know, as just a fan is how do they decide where they're going to put segments in? Right. Because uh, tonight we have an interview with Bret Hart. And, you know, where do you put it? Do you put it in the middle of hour one, the beginning? Do you go hour two? Do you go hour three? Or do you just split it up into about 30 second segments and show those throughout the uh, three hours? That's actually I thought they were showing the same segment over and over <laughs> because it all had the same substance. It had the same exact message. Each one. I don't like it. And screwed. Yeah. Next one. A- <laughs> screwing is something I don't like. I I got screwed over by a promoter. Uh, I'm tired of crying about it. Yet here we are. (laughs) The next segment he comes back. Have I ever told you guys about the time I got screwed by a promoter? (laughs) Mean jeans. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm a Bret Hart fan. This is shit. I know, right? Jeans on the ramp pushing the hotline. Uh, Minneapolis is his hometown. Next you get uh, Lenny Lane versus Ultimo Dragon. Dragon wins. We go back to Bret. All I care about is winning the world title. I just want a fair shot. Gene's in the back with Piper, cuts a promo on Nash and Hogan, uh, having them fight each other tonight. Uh, and then Hogan and the Disciple jump Piper. Gene is in the ring, calls Giant to the ring, uh, says Piper's going to be ready for Stampede. He calls the Disciple a Grizzly Adams wannabe and calls out Nash. Next, Johnny Grunge versus Chavo. Grunge wins. Back to Brett. Nash is scum and Hogan is worse. Nothing better than to see them kill each other off. Nash comes to the ring. He's like, hey, I just watched I think my- you just completely killed me that Johnny Grunge has got to win solo on yeah. Nitro. But we'll move on. But wait, there's more. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, Nash comes to the ring. Just watch my good friend Hogan run out the back door. He knows uh, he wants no part of Big Sexy. And where's Macho Stan on all this? If Hogan didn't show up last night, I'd have the gold. <clears throat> Sting comes down to the ring with a bat. Dylan separates them. Sting wants to have Nash to have a world title match tonight. Uh, he gives Nash. You can take the bat, and you can even have the fucking power bomb. Uh, and Dylan says, well, I guess I can't stop that. <laughs> it was, dude, it was a cool segment because Sting was like, Sting was hype. you want it? Come on, you got yeah. it, you got it. He was on fire. Yeah, Sting was Awesome hype. segment. Yep. And he starts doing like the, the half suck it chops. I love that Sting, of all people, is the one doing that. Wait, I just <clears throat> forgot about something that is now occurring to me. And it was like, fuck, maybe three weeks ago on Dynamite. Sting tag teamed with... Darby and Orange Cassidy. I remember that, yep. There was a part in the match that we haven't uh, brought up, but I thought was pretty funny, but where he started doing Darby Allen-like moves, but then he did them with Sting things. When he did the beating of the chest, he did it real soft. He was like, yay. Oh, I was like, okay, it was kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. If you didn't see that or see what I'm talking about, watch Sting basically doing an Orange Cassidy version of himself wasn't too bad. Gotcha. It's the best thing I could see out of him nowadays. All right, well, there you go. Because watching him hyped up like this, I was like, I miss him. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, Glacier versus Benoit. Benoit wins. Uh, We got a recap of Bagwell on Thunder calling out Luger on Nitro. I'll show you why Buff is the stuff. Uh, As we head an hour or two, they play more of that. Uh, Luger and Scott Steiner get into a brawl, and Steiner, Rick Steiner comes out. He suplexes Eric Bischoff on the floor. Leads to our next segment where it's Buff Bagwell with Eric Bischoff versus Luger. Buff gets on the mic and says stuff. Calls out Rick Steiner. Wait. For, well. Hang on. I can't wait before you're saying he says stuff. One of the things that was kind of funny, he goes, and what? Luger's going to come out here and he's going to do this, right? And he's making fun of him doing the torture rack thing, but doing it more like a like a like like you would do for like a chicken. You know what I mean? Like squawking. It, it right. was fucking. I was like, that's probably the best thing I've seen Buff Bagwell do ever on Nitro so far. That's good. Yeah, it's probably about as good as it's going to get. Probably. Same as it ever was. 
Uh, Bischoff gets on the mic and says, Hogan's on Leno tonight. That's why he left. Oh, okay. Uh, Luger gets the rack on. Bischoff runs in, kicks Luger. It's a DQ, but Luger just racks Bischoff instead, and the Steiners end up running in. So there you go. More Brett. Uh, advice of the night. You play with pigs, you're going to get dirty. Next, Super Kahlo versus Jericho. I, the only thing that was good about this was that Jericho's fucking around going on. That's not Super Kahlo. That's Prince Nakamaki wearing a mask or, or, or a costume. And he's like, I want the ref to check. So Kahlo just fucking straight lifts his mask up to the ref. I'm like, you're not supposed to do that, bro. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, Jericho jumps him, wins. Ayakea runs in. There you go. Uh, you get more Bret Hart, uh, and he's just talking about people in WCW. He respects uh, Sting would be the one he respects the most. Next, you get Hammer versus Saturn. Apparently a little infighting going on. Saturn's going off the rails. Kidman tries to stop him. He gets shoved to the mat, and Saturn wins. Well, Johnny Grunge got a win, but Rocco Rock maybe not so lucky because he took on Goldberg. And who knows who to blow. Yep, exactly. Uh, table got propped up in the corner. Goldberg speared him through the table. Jack Hammer wins. Saturn comes to the ring, but Raven stops him. Um, Kidman goes off the top, but Goldberg catches him, press slams him, and then he spears Sick Boy. And right after that, you get a 60-second hype package about Goldberg. Probably that was longer than the match. It's funny they did the hype thing after. After, yeah. You just saw him on TV. Yep. Yeah, makes sense. Again, you know, I don't know. These things, I don't work in TV. Hour three, Yuji Nagata versus Hennig. Uh, you have Larry the Axe Hennig in the crowd, along with Rick Rude's dad, because I don't know his dad's name. So, uh, But the Axe takes off his sweater. He's got a Hennig Rules t-shirt on, and Hennig does rule because he wins. Uh, the handcuffs come out again. Anvil runs him off. Next, LaParca versus Booker T for the TV title. Booker wins. Uh, he's going to be facing Benoit Stampede. No time limit. Uh, La Parker grabs the chair, but Benoit makes the save, and uh, Booker T extends a hand. Benoit shoves him to the mat. They have a shoving match face-to-face, forehead-to-forehead, hyping up the match. Should be a banger. You get a Raven DDP promo video, and then you get one of the guys from High Voltage versus DDP. I think it was Rage. DDP wins. Uh, The flock comes out, and uh, yeah, that's it. Conan. Versus Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner wins. Recap of Macho getting hurt. NWO crumbling video package. And then your main event. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? There's not a whole lot of notes because there's not a lot to talk about. Um, I loved a sign I saw. It says NWO owns WCW, but all the W's were the Wu-Tang logo. Oh, nice. It was pretty fucking cool. Uh, Macho and Liz come to the ring. Uh, Sting locks in Scorpion Deathlock. Macho hits Sting with the cast. Uh, he's got a cast on from that attack last week. Uh, only gets a two count. Trash is being tossed into the ring like crazy. And the, and the crowd now is going nuts, though, because of that two count. Like you just mentioned, mm-hmm. the trash coming in the ring. <clears throat> in the ring. This crowd wants Nash to win this fucking championship. Oh, yeah. He power bombs Sting. Crowd is jumping all over the place. This would have been pop wise the way that Goldberg gets the pop in Atlanta down the road. And you know what I mean? Like certain pops that have happened in WCW, if they had just crowned Nash that night, the crowd was ready for it right there oh, yeah. in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. But instead, on 
No, the ref goes one and then does the fastest two ever because he knew that something was about to happen to him, so he did like the quick slap. But as he goes down on number one, Bret Hart pulls his legs out, so the ref still slaps down two real quick, which was kind of funny. Uh, and the match ends right there, and Bret puts the sharpshooter on Kevin Nash and then fights off all of the NWO. See you on Thunder, folks. Good night, everybody. Uh, the only best part, the only the only part that was like, you know tolerable at the end, Heenan's like just randomly. It got quiet for a second. Heenan goes, "I like this." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So it's all those video packages all night for him to close the night out. Okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't ask questions. I just watch it. I'm right there with you, man. Well, I mean, dude, we're at 433 hours that we have to watch of this. So, I mean, like, that's it's kind of a lot. You know, I mean, for all 98, that's a lot. So, it's, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's not all good content or what we like to say, good substance. That being said, what is about to be of good substance or might not be today this is the first time ever in our show, in the several years that this show has been on the air. Today's top topic is everything but wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for... same time so that i guess we're both ready for this it, thing it's, man. it's pretty amazing if you think about it <clears throat> yeah so uh kind of ask you a question man yeah who's your favorite wrestler undertaker <laughs> broke really? the rules already i gotta be honest because i gotta be honest with you i'd have went with the anvil <laughs> all, right. all right so yeah i'm rocking the anvil a little bit uh yeah jackie never really liked the full beard uh especially this time of year because i mean i'm at the point now where i was actually gonna go you know get trimmed up uh but it got covid so that fucking delayed it so i need a haircut man i love going to the barber when we moved here kids wanted to get their hair cut and they were tired of fucking getting their shit fucked up by super cuts so i fucking just go you know i don't fucking know webster and fucking where's there a barber i just google barber i find a place on main streets half a mile from our place fucking go up there and man this place was fucking tight it was one of those, you know, it was a shop, you know, somebody, you know, put up the money for the lease and everybody's got a chair. You do your own thing. And they all had fucking black toolboxes that they kept all their fucking razors and their fucking, it was, it was tight. One guy had all a bunch of fucking colognes, TVs, sports on, fucking great. COVID came, they closed. <clears throat> so, found a new place. It's in the Wegmans Plaza on Holt Road. It's a mile and a half from my place, I don't know. Dude, I feel like it's like a spa day. Mm -hmm. I go in, they fucking tighten up the beard, they cut my hair, they use straight razors, they got fucking warm fucking shaving cream, they fucking the hot towels. Dude, it is, I walk out of that place feeling like I took an edible. <clears throat> it is fucking fantastic. So anyway, 
over the winter, I let this shit grow. And, you know, I was about, like I said, it's about time. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to get chop it down. Still have the beer, but nice and trimmed up. Lines all straight, everything. Uh, I liked the goatee. I hated the goatee. I'm like, well, how about this? How about if I fucking do just the goatee, but I keep the beard length? So today mm-hmm. I was like, ah, fuck it. Let's give it a shot. I'm on the fence. I still like the full beard personally, but it is what it is. We'll see if she's happy or not. She'll probably look at it and say, it's too long. Chop it down. And then I'll hate myself even more. Because you'll see I have no chin. I look like fucking Kermit the Frog. So, And then back to hand flapping in the office by yourself. Uh, yep, pretty much, pretty much. you got to see the walls in this fucking room. <laughs> uh, please don't use a neon light. So it's funny <laughs> I hope because... I All right, we j- <laughs> God, I hope it's urine. Easily one of the best <laughs> lines from the office. God, like I, I man, God, there's, I it, there's probably like top twenty five quotes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that one right there. <laughs> like, well, it could either be blood, semen, or urine. <laughs> God, I hope it's urine. <laughs> um. So while we took a break, you know, earlier you you timed out. You already said, you know, what your ending feels like to the day of the spa is the edible. Um, You timed out one. And so while I was, you know, hanging with Billy Bong Thornton for a minute or two, um, I got to get a real name for it. You know what I mean? Can't just take from Half-Baked. Yeah, fair enough. I'm like, man, how in the fuck do we do a topic on nothing that we can't talk about wrestling at all? I'm like, so we have to do just, you know, shooting the shit. I'm like, I don't know. Like, is it just rehashing shit we know of each other? Like, well, well why don't you tell everybody what you like about movies? Blah, blah, blah. Or is it just we let it go with nothing? I'm like, I don't know. But what's funny is because why I say that is I'm a man of plan. I need to yeah. know shit that's going on. I need, Like the doc. Look at that fucking thing. It's in order. Yeah. Color coded. It's, it's the you know, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am. And it's funny because my wife. Like, I'm like, like, I'll ask their day. I did it. I was like, it was like 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. I go, what are you getting into for the day? And she goes, I don't know right now. And I think it was like 1130. I go, hey. And she goes, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing for the day. And I go, wasn't even going to ask that. But I, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I probably would have at some point. Um, And it's funny. So I just have no, I'm like, I don't know how to do this. I'm like, it's. Well, that's I'm gonna why make I it never do a regular podcast is well, because I can't just shoot exactly. the Exactly, but that's the like thing. This. We're, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. So, uh, you know, my original idea. So last night, you know, fucking Jackie and I just went out to the garage and we shot darts and listened to some music. And I got shit-faced. Big surprise. Um, my idea was, and I nixed it just because it would have taken too long and I probably would have fucked something up. My original plan was to not shave until our break. So I would start with the full beard, and then I would come back, and I would look like this. And you'd be like, boy, what'd you do to your face? (laughs) To be honest, after my, you know, break I took, I probably would have been delayed finding, like, remembering (laughs) it. I was like, yeah, he probably had that that clean face earlier on, too. Wait a second. Wait, was he Anvil or Brett? Fuck, I can't remember right now. Right. No, he's Brett. That's right, because we talked a lot about his videos. Yeah, huh. So did you, uh, so, you know, again, with COVID, you know, I just sat around. I watched all three John Wick films. That was fun. And not sarcastically, enjoyed that. I watched uh, American Hustle. 
And something I didn't notice mm-hmm. before and never that I thought about was uh, at the beginning, he's talking about how he met uh, Amy Adams' character. I forget her name. She pretends to be the British lady, right? Watched it once. Oh. I thought it was meh. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't as good as Wolf of Wall Street. That's for damn sure. Um, Agreed. But... So, it, you know, they meet, uh, and it's Christian Bale and Amy Adams. Their characters meet at the beginning of the film. And they meet over Duke Ellington. She's wearing a bracelet, and he's like, oh, yeah, no. So he pulls out a record. It's it's Duke Ellington at Newport. And I was like, hmm. So I fucking go into the basement and go to my record collection, and sure as shit, what did I find? Duke Ellington at Newport. Nice. <laughs> I thought that was a cool moment. So I got that set aside. I got to listen to that at some point in the near future, but. It's funny. Do you notice that movies and TV shows, they really, I, I feel like lately things I'm hearing, like my wife will be watching a show and I'm like, I just want to watch it based off a of soundtrack. And it's like right. great songs. You know what I mean? Like it just like, it, I, I like a, a good soundtrack to a movie or you know, oh, yeah. any TV That's show. That's why Tarantino and Scorsese are great. You know? Man. Uh, what is it? Death Proof. One of my favorite movie soundtracks. You got... The Love You Save by Joe Tex. You got um, Hold Tight mm-hmm. with, wait, by Dave D, Dozy, Deaky, Mitch, Titch, and Almost. Who is it? She's like, and if he didn't, he, he wouldn't have joined the Who and, ah, oh, fuck. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that scene. Anyway, great soundtrack on that. Where the fuck was I going with this? this I have no fucking issue. clue. I can't this tell you. Oh my god, I don't have a, I don't have a plan. I don't have a fucking plan, man. I Give don't a plan. have a plan. <laughs> well, there's always plan B. That's what I've told I've been told. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sure you haven't had to resort to that option too many times. Uh, uh <clears throat> you know what's funny though is that it, 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 it this was brought up a couple of times at my buddy's funeral a couple of week a couple of weeks ago. Um a buddy of mine passed, and I had to go back to my hometown. Man, I haven't seen some people in, like, fucking the day we walked across the, the stage. Wow. So 20-plus. No. Yeah, 20-plus. And somehow people are like, oh, so you got kids? You know, you get down the story, and, you know, you, you just start giving them a streamline. You know, I could go with the, well, we were, we're trying to have kids, had cancer, blah, 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 blah. And through that also found out that I was born with, you know, now I'm just straight to the fucking punch. Like, do you guys have kids? Nah, apparently I was born with a fucking vasectomy. Really fucking weird. So, uh, we actually travel full time in an RV now. People are like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, get to the meat of the matter here. You asked, asshole. You, you know what I mean? And, and if they're like, well, what do you mean? Well... <laughs> If you, th- you ever seen the movie uh, Road Trip where they have to go give a, uh, a, a specimen? I didn't get the lady with me, but I did do the fingers in the ass. <laughs> Wait, I where the fuck was I going with that? I have I no fucking something. clue. <laughs> I don't have a plan. Uh, ah! <laughs> fuck, man. What's kind of funny is before I had to go do that, I had to go do the uh, contribution to see what was up my wife had put it in my head she goes i feel like all i can keep thinking about is like how many other guys have been in here and did this at the same exact spot that i'm doing it can, right now can i and i and then all of a sudden came in the head while i was in there and i was like oh great that's that's the fucking visual <laughs> can i ask can i ask something why is it think about this 
Think about this for a second, okay? Okay? Stay with me. <laughs> Why don't they let your in wife your in there with you? Can't have any contamination of whatsoever. I'll put a fucking rubber glove on and get some fucking lube. <laughs> Yo, it was. I'm gonna run for a fucking up. Congress just so I can get that fucking law passed. Because if I'm yeah, going in there, anything listen, else that's gone on, I'm not. I'm not opposed to fucking firing off a couple knuckle children on my own. But, in, my, in, in the comfort of my neighbor's home, because he has cable and I don't. But goddamn it, seriously, you're telling me I gotta fucking go rub one out? Why can't I have my wife do it for me? I don't know, man. I think she was also at work that day, so it kind of worked I'm out. Gonna... <laughs> but it anyway. I'm gonna think so, about Sunny. <laughs> I don't know how where I was going with this. So, oh, so we had the the I had the funeral. Uh, real good musician buddy of mine too. Um, actually, this kid. So he was a good buddy of my, uh, Nate and mine. Uh, you know, and I took a TV radio class with this kid for a couple of years as well, and he. One day came to one of Nate and mine show in Brockport. We were playing on the back deck from six to ten at the smokehouse, which is right along the Erie Canal. Yep. Boats pull up, hang out right there. It was always packed, and especially with college girls and everything. And I yeah, I was single at this time. And Mark shows up one night and he's like, Yo, hey man, you guys wanna go hit a bowl? Yeah, 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 sounds good. Me and Nate just got done uh, with our first set. We have about mm, only an hour left. Oh, no, I, we got done with our second set. This is our time where we used to do a couple of breaks. Now, me, I plow through and just get, I only do one break. Why, you know what I mean? I I hate when I get to a goddamn bar, and they're like, great, we're going to take another break. I'm like, another break? What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, how demanding am I for that? But anyway. We have like just barely a set left, 45 minutes. We go out to the parking lot and, you know, it's like 2005, six, six. We smoke, we're all hanging out, blah, blah, blah. We're walking back up the ramp to head back out to the thing. And he goes, yo, and he goes, and yo, man, that's the first time uh, I've been actually able to share that batch with everybody. We're like, yo, it was tight. And he goes, yeah, he goes, I like hash. That's cool, man. And I was like, the fuck did, what? What did you just say? <laughs> Ruined my night, man, in a, a good and bad way. You know what I mean? Anyway, so. Did you look like Smokey yeah. from Friday after that where your fucking shoulder's twitching? Dude. It, it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one of our favorite things back at that place that me and Nate love to drink, Bud Light. And you know what's funny? Is how many people back then were like, it's really gay that you guys drink Bud Light. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I know, but it's watered down. Yo, I think you may have been one of them because, like, no, no. Well, probably, but then also certain guys like Crusty were like a fucking beer snob. Certain people became beer snobs. Oh, I was a beer snob. I was a beer snob. Yeah. Yeah. So if I showed up with like a a Bud Light or a Bud. I was usually Bud Light, Budweiser, or Labatt's, and for you know that those years. Um, but I, I just thought it was funny because some of the funniest memes I've seen recently is like, <laughs> I thought it was always gay to drink Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> that 
it's, it's fucking great. You know, I thought, you know, I got to get a fucking, I got to, I know we talked about it when you shaved. I was going to make that your new contact picture for, you know, for my phone. Glad that didn't last. Glad it did not happen. Uh, I got to get a new one, though. The last one that I have of you, it's so, you know how old this fucking picture is? It was from, I think it's from when we had that steak cook-off in Crusby's old place. Yeah, you got to show me this one of what this looks like. If if there's a way that you could go through your phone well, somehow. You're, well, you're wearing a sleeveless shirt, so there's that. No, fuck, okay. <laughs> wow, you just narrowed down, let's see, from the time that I graduated high school to today. To every picture that I have of you. or Unless you've seen me in a suit because of work, I've likely had sleeves cut off. There has been many shows where people are like, yo, where, wh- how come you have sleeves on? Oh, right wow, now? you actually have sleeves on in this one. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to send it to you right now. No shit. Yeah, that cook-off, I know we've mentioned it here before, but that was hysterical that night. And I remember that boy had to drive me back to my apartment. Did I ever tell you about that night? I don't remember that story. No, I don't even remember him being there. There was food there, though, so I guess it's not fucking surprising. He was a judge. He was a judge. (laughs) Hang on. The picture's here. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The middle parted hair. The, the uh, Jesus, the Leonard Skinner t-shirt. I am wearing sleeves. It was a pretty fresh shirt at that point. You know you know why? Well, it's probably because you were cavorting. It's a good picture, you were man. Cavorting, you were I think I'm going to make that my. Some... Uh... Go ahead. <laughs> we got a little bit of a lag here. I think we both freaked out. We oh, fucking yeah. broke the internet. <laughs> At that time, you were cavorting with somebody who was allergic to weed. I'll, I'll put it that way. That's how long I ago was, that was. Unless it was right I after. I was converting with. You were hanging around oh with. God. You were spending a lot of time with somebody who I always heard was allergic to weed. So you could never smoke. Is this a woman? Yes. <laughs> Talking about my ex wife? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was no. trying to kayfabe, pal, but I, I don't remember if it was well, during that time or right after. Well, hang on. Because, you know, I, as I'm just kind of curious of the room. Yeah, no. The, all right. No, no one else is in the RV. So, uh, no. Uh, it doesn't matter if she listens. It's more I was going to say. She uh, not really. <laughs> nope. Uh, so that night, this is a funny one. Uh, so as we may have mentioned, so that cook-off, that was, as I told you, Ten minutes before we're all supposed to light our grills to get shit going, which is an all-charcoal cook-off, steak cook-off. And that boy came to my apartment that day, picked me up, and he's like, I'll drive us to and from because he's not a drinker. And I had marinated the steaks, had them ready to go. And it's funny, you're saying about the the person who is allergic to, uh, this is about two to three weeks after... We split. I am now newly in this apartment by myself. And so then I I go to the uh, cookout there, and we're at uh, Crusby and old Bennett's house. And (laughs) with his, oh, my God. What are the odds of him listening to this episode, Crusby? Uh, You never fucking know. You're going to say something, say it. 
never liked his friends, uh, Bill and Don. I thought they were some fucking oh. uppity fucking <clears throat> pricks and no, who thought well, that they're they were higher than everybody else in in life well, and they're super I think Christian, they were a couple so of yeah. cunts. <clears throat> oh, really? And they're and they're conspiracy theorists and uh yeah, oh. it's pretty weird. Well, they had a lot of shit to say about me and my choices in life and what I was doing. Oh, bro, I had them drive my my baby of... home when I was too drunk one night, so fucking I'm right there with you. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, not that. I'm saying they they were uh, mad about they when I started getting with my now wife. They had their oh. mouthy reservations, and it, it got personal. And I was like, "Who the fuck are you guys? I see you twice a fucking year. Go fuck yourselves." Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they were there. <laughs> so, uh, but I do remember uh, Dave Wiesner's. Everybody was all there for this cookoff. And this is where it rained 10 minutes before we're supposed to uh, light it up. And the rain hits, and I had the bag of charcoal outside. (laughs) Kind of funny. Then, I was drinking a tall plastic but tall mug of whiskey and ginger. Because Crosby was like, hey, you want to do that? I'm like, I'm fucking down, man. Let's clear a goddamn bottle today. One of those giant plastic ones. And we, we probably did. Anyway. Your brother and that boy were the judges. Okay. And there may have been one other judge. And I was to, I came in second. You got first. Right? I have no idea. I don't find I, re- I forgot more than I remember about that day. Oh, hang on. That's what we're about to get to. So I got second, and I was told one of the main reasons I got second or third or whatever it was is because mine came in like fucking three minutes late because I spent the first couple of minutes on the ground picking up a shitload of uh, charcoal that was possibly still dry, wiping it with my fucking hands. And I remember, Oh my God. I still remember you coming over. Your shit was lit and there's nothing you could do. You just had to wait. And you're like, bro, calm the fuck down. <laughs> Cause I was doing it. Like there was a million dollars on the line. Dude. I was like, Oh my God. And I'm like, you're like, yo, you need to calm the fuck down, man. You know, I have like black the char. See, all over that my body. I remember <laughs> helping you light your shit up. I do remember that. Yeah. But I was late to getting it there. And that's why late, late to plated. And that's why I, I, didn't win, but I think you won. I remember, well, I think it was Crosby was flipping it like a million times. And it, anyway, anyway. So we kept drinking. And I remember NHL hits got brought out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Crosby came to my house uh, or my apartment when I was married. And he was like, you have this game? Because we were getting into Madden a lot at that point. Right. Um, we were playing like all the time. And I couldn't beat him. Because he had, like, a couple of certain plays that he was just a cocksucker on. Yeah, but I'm not going to lie. If it works, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I, it's, if I can't figure out how to defend it, I'm an asshole. And I'm like, whatever. And he just had certain ones that he would get me with. But anyway, you got NHL hits. Oh. Oh, <laughs> really? Three on three, throwing people through glass, the fights, all of it. Yep. Easily one of my favorite video games of all time. I actually don't really like hockey at all that much. I know you're a hockey guy. Um, I, if for a real game of hockey on like PlayStation, like with real guys on the ice, what is it, 5, 6, 10? I don't fucking know. Um, 
I'm always getting like icing or offsides or some shit because I don't even know what the setup is. Right. This game doesn't matter. Just beat the fuck out of everybody and get goals. And I love that game. So I remember doing that at the cook-off afterwards. That's where shit gets fuzzy. <laughs> As they Fu- to hey, do. fuzzy. Not not uh completely forgettable. Fuzzy. And that boy's like, I think it's time to get you going home. And it's like seven. At this time, I have been messaging with this girl. And we've been going back and forth, just whatever. Um, and she was like, well, what do you think if I come over? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds amazing. So that boy drives me home. It's about a 30-minute drive, and he, his recollection is all I keep saying is, yo, you drive me. I you drive me. Dude, I it, I couldn't have drove tonight. But like like yo, I love you. I love you, man. I love you. <laughs> and then like I apparently would look out the window and be like, bro, do you know how much I fucking love you for driving right now? <laughs> apparently that was the entire drive home. I turned on what I want to say was possibly FX Network or. Can't fully remember whatever it was, but they had a full goddamn marathon going of two and a half men. Oh God! And I laid on the couch. I don't mind it. And I and I laid on the couch, passed out. And I just kept hearing men every now and then, <laughs> and then the men, 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 men. And if I heard the whole song, I knew an episode passed. And all of a sudden. I got to knock at my goddamn apartment door. Like, Rooney. I look through the peephole. She's here. I go, oh, my God. Yeah. Bro, I know I smell like a fucking distillery of goddamn whiskey. Whiskey, there's no goddamn doubt in my mind. And I'm like... The possibilities of me doing anything remotely sexually entertaining to someone right now. Whiskey dick's a real thing. That's my point. And I was like, fuck, here we go. I open the door. I go, yo, what's going on? She comes on in. We're hanging out. We're hanging on the couch. Someone came to hang out. Or not hang out. Someone someone was doing the old DTF. school Netflix and chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, here we go. And I don't even give a fuck. This is one of the funniest things ever to me. It was a, it, it, this is, I had fun. 30 seconds, maybe fucking 45. And I knew that this chick came over to really like fuck fuck. And I was like, I, I cannot provide this right now. And, I, and right. just as I, Finish my night off and be like, well, that was a great day at a cook-off. <laughs> I had all this. <laughs> and, I, and I go, oh, man, did you feel that? And I got him broke. God. I think. Fuck. Is that part of the story or did your chair actually just break right now? I'm so confused. No, I said, I said condom. Oh. Broke. Making that as a lie. 
I was like, oh man, did you feel that? I think that broke. Did you, you really gotta, say you that? You... Yeah, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And a lot of it didn't. And a year later, I married that woman. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I, I kind of figured. <laughs> we, it, it was just really fucking awkward. And she's like, well. Like this conversation? Yeah. <laughs> you said you wanted to have a no. Hey, hey, I'm about to ask you where you popped your cherry nut. Yeah, I'm, about to, I'm about to start charging you by the hour. <laughs> and I never saw her again. <laughs> I never. No, I was saying the whole fucking thing was all goddamn awkward as shit. Um, all the exchange in full was about maybe 30 minutes of the knock on the door to well see you later good good night folks (laughs) (laughs) so that was the end of the uh the uh what do you call it like you Um, said it wasn't sounded like a fucking great day from t to b (laughs) dude it was just whatever uh anyway you want to have an air cook off sometime (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> see if your night ends the same way i'll text my wife there you go i'd actually think... like to do back to get back into another cook-off actually so for real my wife and i actually like to do a uh this one challenge i'm not sure if you ever watched the show i believe it is called chopped okay that's uh with gordon ramsay i believe no 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 it's not you're right no. yeah it's surprisingly a... it's one of the ones it's one of the ones him. without yeah you're right you're right but chopped is where they tell you that everybody has to make the same, uh, what do you call it, um, meal. Right. Hard one. The. Anyway, so I may tap out soon. Jesus Christ, I think it's all rushing. So anyway, the. Anyway, the show is chopped. And they tell you the meal, and then you go into this fucking, like, fridge area. Mm-hmm. Pantry, yeah. Yeah. And you can only grab, like, so many items or whatever, and you have to make it, like, that quick or whatever. We do kind of a version like that. Like, a little our own little contest, and, and like, where you both got to make kind of the same thing, but I may have to, it, but we also may flip a coin of, like, who gets to choose either grill or stove or whatever they want to first you get first choice of that because obviously they're all fucking set with multiple kitchens i don't have one right i only have but one but um i'm a a cooking contest kind of guy i like to cook yeah yeah we should do one i'm not i I guess it depends on what it is i'm not much of a creative person when it comes to cooking like i'm not one to you know aside from simple things like rubs and you know what spices to use and whatnot I'm not very creative. Like if you, if it was one of those shows where it's like, all right, here's your ingredients, make something, I'd probably just fall over. Um, but you know, I, like I said, I think I just as, as being a, as proficient as I can. I uh, yesterday I was going stir crazy. I cleaned out the smoker. That was fun. But I want to nice. do a brisket this year. I have never done a brisket. I want to do a fucking like a big fatty sixteen hour. Did cook. one of those too. You want to hear about that story? Just kidding. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, but back to cooking. If there's one thing I know I could beat you in, making a sauce. God damn it. I knew sauce. How do you fucking remember that conversation? I don't think so. Not bloody likely. 
Not bloody likely. Not bloody likely. I'd, I'd win. So, uh, do you have a show that you kind of have rewatched a million times? Yeah, The Office is pretty much my my rewatch show. I haven't watched it in forever, probably because I just watched the shit out of it. IT Crowd, but it's a shorter show. There's not a lot of episodes, uh, so you can run through that one pretty quick. Um, as of lately, it's it's pretty much been Kitchen Nightmares, oddly enough, um, and uh, Forged in Fire. Don't know if you've ever seen that. It's like a game show for like knife making. It's pretty cool. I have. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Actually, yes, I have because there's a Goldberg spinoff. In, oh wait, in Michigan, I went. What'd you say? Nothing. <laughs> okay, in Michigan, I went and got a knife forged. I actually oh, no went and like did one myself, and nice. like well, with, with a guy's guidance. Not like I just went out there and started doing some shit. Um, it was pretty cool. Actually, I liked it. I saw that knife. I can't wait to put it in someone's throat. Um, the reason I ask you about like shows you have on in the background or whatever is, or like keep on or whatever is because I have a couple that I just can't stop doing, and one I might get a little made fun of. Like so, but one I'll maybe I won't even bring that up. But what I'm on like my ninth run through right now, goddamn Breaking Bad. It's just I just yeah. like having it on, man. It's just such a good show. It I is. I think it's probably one of the best shows all time. I, I'm going to tell you right now. I think Better Call Saul's better. Oh, I absolutely agree. Holy shit. Yeah. I'll say this right now. If you need to uh, skip ahead the next two minutes, if you want to hear spoilers, okay? Let's go the next two minutes solid at the very most, and you won't hear a spoiler again. And we'll start that clock right now. Bro, the setup of everything from Howard, his, his fuck, I was not expecting that. His, but then it's crazy to know that him and Lalo are buried below that fucking same meth lab. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and and my guy was Nacho. Fucking love Nacho. Yeah. Nacho was cool. Nacho was cool. Uh, Yeah. You figured he had to go eventually. Uh, Yeah. Uh, The whole Salamanca family is fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but but Better Call Saul was just fucking great. Uh, yeah, when they 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 disappear the guy, make him look like he walked into the ocean to kill himself, but he got killed yeah. in the apartment. You know that? Yeah, all kinds of fucked up. The whole changing of the address on the uh, the the court documents, mm-hmm. and then watching what's his name in real life, uh, Michael the, McKeon. Yes. Losing his mind. It's one one year after the Magna Carta. I know it. I goddamn know it. And he's like freaking the fuck out. Um, all of it, man. Just I think that that show was equally as brilliant as Breaking Bad. Um, I think it has a slower burn and a better. It has less killing, obviously, compared yeah. to Saul or uh, than uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, but I do. I think you're right. I think it's a better show. Yeah, Breaking Bad's still really good though. Tuco, I love Wait. fucking Tuco. Tight, 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 tight. tight. <laughs> what did you do to my Tio? Oh, man, they changed the channel, man. It was his eye candy, bro. <laughs> All right, we're done with the uh, the spoilers on that one. All right, it's funny because fu- on Easter we had a uh, we had family. We were all hanging out, and I was like, "Hey, have you seen this movie? That movie we were talking about." Uh, 
Whitney Houston want to dance with somebody. Yeah, right and I go, spoiler, she dies. <laughs> <coughs> Way to ruin it, dick. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, right. Bobby Brown's a hell of a husband. Didn't uh, her daughter die like the same way or almost die the Pretty same much. way? Pretty much. Bathtub, yeah. all that. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I liked her, man. She had a couple of hits that, like, when I was growing up. Do you remember the song With My Baby Tonight? Whatever you want from me, whatever you take from me, I'm your baby tonight. Maybe if I actually heard her sing it. Oh, go fuck yourself. (laughs) This was from, like, 1990, man. It was, like, right before she hit with the Bodyguard soundtrack. Mm. I think my mom was listening to her before the Bodyguard soundtrack, so I think I probably heard that song at some point. Do you want me to sing some other of my favorites? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Don't make me close. (laughs) One more door. Put some stank on it, Ike. (laughs) That's a weird movie to watch. Yeah, well, it's just a movie. Which one? Liar, liar are you talking about? Or fucking the actual, like, uh, Tina Turner's movie? I'm talking about what's love got 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 to do with it. it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's poor Angela Bassett. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Poor Chris Rock. <laughs> Always comes up short out of the stick. Oh man, it's like a good. All right, all right so I, I don't know where, where. What's what else do you have to bring to the table today? <laughs> what, what else is gonna go? The table, yeah, the table is 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 very full. I don't know what I'm gonna do for fucking dinner. You got anything planned? I don't know what to do. Probably the nearest bag of chips. I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Funnings, <laughs> you hungry, girl? <laughs> yeah, you can't follow you. that one up. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love that part. I was talking to the horse. I love buttered stuff, butter nuts. <laughs> I haven't watched that in a while. And that's funny because that I, I always thought that was Chappelle's first thing, and then until. Rewatching years later, I was like, he was the guy in uh, Men in Tights. Tights. No yeah. shit. Yes, it yeah. is. Fucking hilarious. I think. Have we talked about? Uh... Oh, let's. All right, man. How'd you pop that cherry, kid? Wow, you actually want to circle back and get like my breaking my virginity story? No, I think I'm good with that. I'll save that for the therapist. Thank you very much. <laughs> Mine. It wasn't so bad. Why? The whole baseball team just pinned me down and just... <laughs> Fleshlight doesn't count. I'm going to give... No, I'm going to give a reference to that. It's not my line. It's from... Uh, uh, God, what's that movie with? Uh, ben Stiller. Oh, shit. Heartbreak Kid. Where he marries blonde chick and she turns out to be completely crazy. And then ends up meeting a girl on vacation who's like the shit. Uh, ben Stiller's dad is played by his dad in real life, Jerry Stiller. Correct, yeah. Um, but everybody's just talking. They're like, oh, they're just kind of sitting around talking. And Ben Stiller goes, yeah, it's kind of like when I lost my virginity. He goes, the whole baseball team, they brought me down to the mound and pinned me down. And her, it was not pretty. And the lady goes, did you file sexual charges? And, and when someone's like, oh my God, it was a joke. And they go, about anal rape? <laughs> it's one of the funniest fucking parts of the movie. I love it. 
All right. You wanted to know. I uh, no, I certainly most certainly you didn't. did not. You just volunteered that information. Well, if you don't pick a topic, I may have to volunteer some more weird information. Go. Well, we've talked about food. We've talked about movies. We've oddly enough talked about your virginity. <laughs> not my, well, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> that what that night of the cook-off was not it yeah well I know. <laughs> oh shit the rubber broke <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i just dropped this everything. motherfucker just knocked the phone over no everything <laughs> motherfucker over just the knocked place. the phone over <laughs> oh shit hang on hang on i gotta i'm back i'm back Fuck. Are we on the air? <laughs> Testing. Oh. Oh, that didn't get recorded? All right, let me start over. So, man, do you remember that night of the uh, the cook-off? <laughs> you know what's really weird, oh, though? Jesus I know we're Christ. not supposed to talk about wrestling, but oh. don't we kind of have to talk about wrestling at some point when we do the outro? Or do no, we just kinda... Not really. We just go, dun 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 Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Five words. Yo, I, this shit is all over the place. I can't. I I actually have to hunch forward like I'm. Yo, did you the, the MJF promo when he was sitting there and he's like, I I feel like whatever he called himself. He's like, when I'm hunched over here, he's like, can I? Can you guys raise the microphone volume up? Oh, so I look like hunched, a schmuck. I said instead of bending yeah. over like a schmuck. Oh my god, everything is all over the place. <laughs> that's great it just went blurry and fucking there's this video it reminded me of this there's this video i don't know who the reaction guy because you know reaction videos are a big thing right i don't know who the dude is but there was this thing this happened probably fucking bro six seven eight years ago there was video that came out i think they talked about it on rover where the chick got on the city bus Starts getting into a fight with the bus driver and she starts swatting at him. He get the bus driver's old dude's gotta be fucking sixties, seventies. He just gets up, he goes, You going to jail now? You going to jail now? <laughs> I've he seen reaches, that one. He reaches his fist down to the ground and hits the fucking hardest uppercut ever. It looks like something out of Tekken. And fucking blasts this lady, then grabs her by the fucking hair and throws her out of the bus. So it's this guy doing a reaction video, and he watches it like three times. And on the third time, he just like screams like, "She's dead! She's!" And she he just knocks the camera off the bed or whatever. That's all I could think of because that's what it was. It was that reaction of, "I'm just gonna throw this motherfucker aside here." Because, <laughs> oh, dude, I'm not gonna lie. Very, very, very. I'm a I'm a big fan. I'm a sucker for anything public on youtube public fights freak outs. Oh. i love watching that shit it prepares yeah. me somewhat for the real world if i meet a real fucking dickhead or what they like to term as karens you know and it, it's there's some fucking gems out there some real gems oh yeah yep yeah. Oh, yeah there's a lot of winners a lot of winners out there. I wouldn't really call them that, but that's all right. I mean, if that's yeah, what you no, want to definitely call in their own eyes, probably that's probably part of the problem. But yeah, you know a lot of twats out. YouTube videos is Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Damn it, Leroy! <laughs> Guess we're going in. Yeah, yeah, that's it's like a the OG YouTube video. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. 
It is one of the OGs. For sure. For sure. So, I forgot. Was it you or your brother, Nick, that when we went golfing one time, you got so mad that you threw your club in a tree and it stayed there? Oh, that was, my, that was me. Yeah. Uh, that I was there been... when you threw it, and I was there <clears throat> the day that it came down. Came down. We got it down, yeah. Were you there that day? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Actually, I might have done it more than once. That day or not. I might have done it more than once. Hole six, that... Latterly. Hole six. Latterly. Uh... Yep. Isn't that Pat Pat? No, no, Latterly. That's what it was called. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It was a, a par, par three. three place, right? Yep. Yep. Great place. Love that place. I liked it. You needed like yep. three clubs. It's like playing Two. with uh, like on uh, Caddyshack 2. You only got one there. How many do you <laughs> How many need? How many do you need? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a cool place. We used to go fucking there all the time, and we'd fucking just take our time, drink. I mean, it's a par three. It's, you know, it was a super quick course. You could play twice easily. Hole um, four was the... Uh, hole right four was the designated four. chicken nugget spot. Yeah. Yep. Designated. Yeah, had a little one. bench there. Yeah. That was... You take a break real quick. Yeah, man. Missed that place. Man, are they closed? Oh yeah, they've been closed for a while. So, so you know when you pulled in, there was the house there, right? There was the little like little cottage thing, which was where you went and paid, and bathrooms were in yep. there. Uh, and then there was the house. So the house, the mother lived there, but it was the son that took care of it. We actually got close with the son who oversaw the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, when my brother moved down to Duke, you know, to North Carolina for his doctorate. We had like a little party for him there. He was super cool. He's like, yeah, bring whatever food you want. He's like, you can set up over there by the first hole. And he's like, yeah, well, just pay me this and everybody can play as much as they want. So Nick hit a hole in one that day on hole six. Nice. Hole six. Yeah. No shit. That was, uh, I like that course. And it was my, uh, that was definitely one of my favorite ones. And it's to me because. I'm a par three golfer. That is my exact shit. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I don't like when, when they're yeah. like, all right, this one's a par five coming up. I'm like, fuck. Man. Yeah, well, fuck. Put me down for 10. <laughs> At least. I'm like kicking it. And I'm like, no, they saw it. So I loved, uh, there's a story at Mercer. One time, I I thought it was at Lee that it happened, but I think it was at like Durand. Um, <clears throat> Mike tells the story a lot. You know, you know, Dave, he's very, he doesn't move fast. He's very methodical. You kind of got to wait for him to, to finish what he's saying to get it. You know, you're yep. like, you're waiting for a punchline or something. Not because he's trying to be funny. He's just, that's his delivery. <laughs> he gets out of the truck. He's like, yeah, Michelle told me not to drink today. So I guess <laughs> I can't drink. He opens up the tailgate and just slides on a 12-pack of Heineken. <laughs> Thought he was about to commit. But what like, she really? don't know ain't going to hurt her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I used to come home pretty. Because like, we'd hit it up if we could. But as long as you teed off at like 7.30 some nights. Seven, you were able to, yeah, 7.30. Yeah. You could beat the clock. Yeah. Yeah. We, we'd get in and try and get down there real quick. Like, who wants to go? It, it'd just kind of get down there quick. And, and then always know, tailgate afterwards. a couple afterwards. of good beers in the sun, man. And it, it was yeah. fun. Yeah, tailgate in the parking lot afterwards. I remember one of them. Crusty got pissed because you had uh, pretty much like every. Oh, uh, it was when 
they released every Beatles album again, and you had all of them on your phone, and you were just like, I this one and like we were doing like a name that tune you wanted to see how quick i could be to catch some of them and right. it was like boom wait i'm like <clears throat> postman like it, like it was just bam like every like we, it was fun i had a good time with that man i like missed that fucking course but that's the only place i ever really uh golfed at like or yeah, like consistently yeah i think once uh the mom died i think uh he didn't want to maintain it anymore, and I don't think he ever got a buyer because if you drive by, you know, the the entrance was on the road, but you had to drive back, you know, a few hundred feet, you know, to get to the lot. Uh, it's chained. It's chained yeah. off in front, you know, right at the road, so you can't even go back there. What if we take the our winnings from this podcast, all the money that we've made, and <laughs> we invest into it? Um, yeah, our money will probably grow. It, yeah, I mean, we'll probably do pretty good for ourselves. Our grand grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildren may may get five bucks one day, but they have to split sure. it between each other, so it's two fifty. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah whatever. Okay. <laughs> All know, right. Man. So, um, back to your cherry. <laughs> Told you, man, don't give me if I have no format, I'm gonna just keep saying the same shit. Well, good night, folks. <laughs> oh, come on, it can't be like that. We can't just no, no. especially if you're gonna do five words. I at least kinda gotta give you a heads up. Oh, well, you know yeah, I mean? no, I know, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Are you even yeah, ready no. for that if I I'm had still, to? You know? I mean, yes, I, I am. Even, oh no shit. All right. Uh well, hey, I will say this was definitely a little bit different of uh, an episode. You did pretty good. I did, you did? Yeah. Why is it you did pretty good? Why is it all based on me? It was a fucking like a. Hey, I paid you a compliment. <laughs> this was a therapy session, wasn't it? Fucking new. It one. is. Yeah, the clock's been running, motherfucker. You'll get your bill soon. Oh my God, I just figured it out. <laughs> the listeners emailed you. This is a full blown intervention, isn't this? It is an intervention, yeah. You should get a knock right. on your door within the next 60 seconds. Well, hang on. Well, 60 seconds? All right, let me explain <laughs> something. My family. The issue is. Ladies and gentlemen, here's ODM with five words. <laughs> About time for another edible. The Top of Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by The Top of Wrestling Podcast. Your hosts are the professor, Mark Fantasia, and ODM, the doc, Joe Rizzo. Feel free to reach out to the show by email at thetopofwrestling at gmail.com on their Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram page. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. You can listen to the show on most popular platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, and YouTube. Without your continued support, it would be just some guys talking wrestling, which is pretty much what it is anyway. Good night, folks.
All right. My idea on this. If you get back first. All right. Don't say anything. All right. Neither will I. It begins when it begins. When we're both back, ready to go. Oh, God. And that's it. We're going to go from there. No, I like it. Yeah. Because what's the point of counting in on a thing that is already going to be just as nonchalant? Yeah. Come right back like it's just as natural. You know what I mean? Walk back at the same time, but we'll go right at it. All right. Anyway. What the fuck are you on about? What's that? What are you on about? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck just happened. You're like, yeah, as if I can figure do we could do this thing in here with that bad side of the lot of shit just went through my head. All right. What I'm gonna need from you is likely the screenshot of Val Venus and that lady. Or those ladies. I'll take care of it. The rubber broke. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, because I just figured with that lady on there. (laughs) 